Laura. It's Franchiseography, the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today, we continue our swing through the Spider-Man franchise with the crossover event film that brought new meaning to the phrase internet speculation. It's 2021 Spider-Man No Way Home, and we have a guest (gasps) joining us to talk about Peter 1, Peter 2, and Peter 3, (laughs) is actor, cosplayer, and my co-host on Spider-Man Minute. Zach Luna. Welcome. Oh, holy moly. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's uh, It's been a while. I hope I still remember how to connect the brain words into audio words, so <laughs> we'll give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good so far. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I wrote that one down, so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, so Spider-Man uh, No Way Home um, is an interesting thing. You know, having obviously last week we talked about Far From Home, um, but prior to that, we did Into the Spider Verse. And the idea of the Spider Verse and the multiverse being a thing in Spider Man is so interesting that it's now become like part of the canon. You know, yeah, that it's almost a given at this point. They're like, oh, you know, Spider Man, he's the guy with all the, the universes that are connected. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a very that's odd. A, that's a very good point. You know, like uh, we are here in, in 2023, time of recording, but like mm-hmm. our our kids, you know, the next generation, 10, 15 years from now, it, it won't even seem like this brain breaking concept of like multiple right. spider people occupying a single adventure together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I don't even know if it really punched through to like... Uh, the mass major consciousness when it was uh, an event in the comic book so much either. Mm-hmm. Like people are aware of it, but I don't remember people being like, oh yeah, the, the, all the spider people, like that's our new way forward type of thing. At the time. Yeah. Cause it was like, they did it in the cartoon in the, in the nineties, the nine, the Fox cartoon mm. um, toward the end of that show, they did it. And that's kind of like where it originated yeah. the idea. Um, and then it, and then it, they did the Spider-Verse comic and then into the Spider-Verse and then this, you know, and we had just talked about this two weeks ago. They were like, Sony was like, I don't know if we should put like Tom and Toby and Andrew in into the Spider-Verse. That would be confusing. And uh, <laughs> I, I just don't think it's a good idea. And then now, like, here we are like two years, two, three years later. And they're like, no, it's the best idea. And it's a two billion dollar idea. So are yeah. you. Are you saying, Scott, are you insinuating, suggesting <laughs> that the live action movie stole shamelessly from the animated series from the 90s and gave no credit to it whatsoever? <laughs> I am, yet again. 
cool. crazy how that keeps coming up. Yeah. Um, speaking of Into the Spider-Verse, though, uh, Nick and I talked about in that episode about how it was probably in our like top five, maybe even top three theater going experiences, seeing that movie for the first time. Uh, yeah. You were there. I was. Yeah. Uh, it blew my entire mind. <laughs> I, I remember because we saw it, that screening early. It was before yeah. it, all, it had all come out yet. And I was... I was working on the first season of Mythic Quest at the time, and we went and saw that screening. I lost my entire mind, and I came to work the next day, and I was like, you guys don't understand. The Spider-Man movie is the greatest thing. It's the greatest Spider-Man movie that's ever been. And the problem with a show like that is it was populated with like people that look like nerds. So immediately there was pushback from like, well, there's never been a good Spider-Man movie. There's no way it's actually as good. And I just, immediately I was in the midst of all of these like Andrew Garfield versus Tobey Maguire arguments in the middle of Santa. I'm like, I don't want to, no, I don't want to talk about that. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> why, would, why would Rob McElhenney say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that jerk. No, it was just all of us uh, idiots in the bullpen in between sure. shooting things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like a singular experience. It was like, I, it's very rare that I've gone into a movie and felt so much like the landscape has shifted entirely when you mm-hmm. come out the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe the first Avengers felt kind of like that, mm-hmm. or I don't know. I was too young to remember what Jurassic Park was like, but I, I assume it was something like that as well. Sure. But boy, howdy. It was like you you came to the other side of the movie. You're like, A, this is maybe the greatest superhero movie that's ever been made. But B, the I think the, our whole medium's approach to visual language and storytelling is going to change. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what yeah. a time! Yeah. There's um, this uh, there's this anecdote that Tom Hanks has that I remember for some reason of like he remembers being a kid and putting on um, No Direction Home, the Bob Dylan album, for the first time, and you just hear like a Rolling Stone just pop into your into your you know the the speak the megaphone I guess of a record player I don't know about right yeah <laughs> um, and, and like teenage Tom Hanks because like, I remember feeling like the vibe shifted in all of music. And mm, like the culture that, changed. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what I equate watching that first Spider-Verse movie with you guys as, as we just walked out of the movie, be there being like, holy shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they're ever gonna be able to top that ever. Everything's different. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and everything was different after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't want to like speak too early on like overall thoughts on this, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home movie, but it is interesting seeing the live action stuff catch up to it in a certain way mm-hmm. and it not landing as hard but it still like landed so hard that it made billions right <laughs> like even the even a whiff of spider verse in the the live action space and mm-hmm. and people lost their minds again yeah and uh, someone else who was a big fan of into the spider verse when it first came out as my understanding is uh, tom holland Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, he still says it's his favorite. It's the best Spider-Man movie. Huh. Yeah. To this day. Even post No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he had a lot to do with this movie even existing, as I understand it, Scott. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, are we are we, are we we skipping right to that? Oh, no. Um, yeah, no, no we, we usually do. I mean, so we, uh, uh, did you guys see this one together? I was out of state. I wasn't in California when this came no. out. We no. We did not get no. to see this one together. I, I went... This, this was like this was like uh, I wouldn't call it peak COVID, but it was like it we was were right cresting out of an, a bad wave of yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. 
And we had so, a, yeah, the Delta variant, I think it was called. Right. Yeah, my God, it was wild. Yeah, I mean, I remember specifically, I built a Spider-Man mask with an N95 uh, filter uh, inside <laughs> of it so that I would have like, COVID protection to go see this movie. Uh, and it was, the, it was the first, like, in-theater movie I'd gone to, like, since... February of 2020, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a it was a big one, but clearly a lot of people saw this movie. But yeah, it was a lot more sporadic. It was like, okay, go when you can, and we'll touch base, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. saw it with my friend Liam. Where did you see this? Me? Yeah. Uh, where was the first place that I saw this? I don't. I I don't. I must have saw. Yeah, I think I must have seen it at the CityWalk IMAX. I I, mm, I nice. imagine like on the Thursday night. Um, yeah, I must have saw it there because mm. uh, the crowds are usually really good there Thursday nights. Nice. And I wanted like a cool crowd, and yeah, I got one for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like every. It's so funny watching this movie at home because there's so many moments in the movie that are that are pausing for applause. Mm. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, they cut it for that to happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, they're just looking around, wait, like waiting for the applause to stop. You know, and and like the bit with the cane, like Daredevil being introduced, cane first, mm-hmm. and they're like, so that everybody can freak out. And they were exactly right. Like they played the audience like a fiddle. Yeah, they yeah. they Th- knew exactly is, what to do. This was a movie from people who had already seen how Endgame landed, and they were like, okay. Well, maybe we'll build in mm-hmm. some accommodations here, um, <laughs> and it's just very odd watching it like at home on my small TV <laughs> when that because <laughs> yeah. like I didn't uh, I watched it earlier today and there was nobody around. It's just me alone <laughs> with this like movie happening. I'm like, oh yeah, this was like this was a big like event <laughs> at the time, you know? Yeah, uh, mo- almost more an event than a story in some at some times. But uh, wow, yeah, it was a weird. It was a huge huge energy in the in the room every time i saw it yeah yeah for like weeks because i saw it multiple times Mm. and it wasn't until like the third time i think that i saw it that was like two weeks later Mm -hmm. that the there weren't any reactions anymore um you know it was like the the second time like a few days later it was just as big of reactions which i was like very surprised by yeah um nick where, where when did you first see this so I in, in December of 2021 I flew to uh, a wedding in Arkansas and I was kind of like and then from there I was going to go home to Texas for Christmas and uh-huh. I just was like okay I'll just have to I'll get to see it at my hometown theater you know yeah. Th- that was that was how I justified missing out on the fun like you know midnight crowd action you know um, yeah 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 and so I remember being in that airport uh, lobby, um, like at my gate, and getting a, a a text from my brother saying like, "Hey, uh, when you when you land, do you want to just go see No Way Home with with me and uh, and his son, his younger son?" Um, and for just to catch viewers up, we had uh, so this is the same brother who took me to go see O two Spider Man when I was in the fourth grade, mm-hmm. um, and then he. And I and both of his sons and my dad went to go see Homecoming together. And in 2018, uh, his two sons, me and him, went to go see Into the Spider Verse. And wow! wow. So it it was like it felt like oh this is this is why 
cool. This is better than than seeing it at midnight. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, didn't see it with the older nephew though, because he went to go see it with his friends, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're at this developmental stage, huh? Okay, okay. <laughs> with your with your bros, with your homies. Okay. <laughs> So, and like we saw this at night, it was a, definitely like a, a night primetime showing, I guess, but like, yeah, like huge crowd react, the best audience you could hope for. Like they cheered for everything that happening. I remember like, I, I have this memory when the cane comes down and the camera pants and you see Charlie Cox, my nephew, cause I was sitting in between them. My nephew was like, is that, is that Daredevil? And I was like, yeah. And <laughs> I remember me annoying, annoying my brother when I was 10, seeing like Spider-Man and X-Men being like, that's, that's Kitty Pride, that's Shadowcat. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so it was such a cool night that I was afraid to see this multiple. I only saw this once in theaters because I was like, I'm, oh. I didn't want to see it again and have it not be a, a rock concert. You know, it would kind of yeah, like, sure. yeah, it's like when you see a show with the lights on or something like a musical. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> right. <sure. laughs> I just I love I love like the weirdos in the audience, like when the Daredevil, the Daredevil one is the one that I think of because like, you know, the 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 Andrew and Toby reveals are like obvious, like mm-hmm. it's just a big applause, huge, like crazy rah, mm-hmm. rock, like a rock concert, like you said. <laughs> but the, the Daredevil one came out of nowhere for people. Like, that was the actual surprise in the movie because, like, there was so much speculation and everything. So when that cane hit, there was this guy in my audience that was like, just couldn't handle it. Just could not handle it. I'm short-circuiting. This is impossible. Was this the first, like, because that's also something that we take for granted now in, like, a post- like, you know, Wilson Fisk showing up in Hawkeye and right. all, all this, you know, Daredevil showing up in She-Hulk. But was this the first, like, real canonization of that borough of, of the MCU? Yep, 100%. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Because it, it, we had had the fan campaigns and people for ages being like, Charlie Cox deserved better, and I really hope they didn't kill that forever. I miss him so much, and he's just a perfect Daredevil. I can't believe... You know, he's right there. Why don't you ever use him in the movies? And then it was just that stuff had died down just enough that people thought it might not happen. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. And yep. it was that 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 was, I think, what I, I certainly initially kicked off interest in She-Hulk and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, sure. it was wild in the moment seeing it happen. Where people are just like, oh, whoa, my God, glasses. Like, <laughs> it's here. It's happening. Daredevil's talking to Foggy right now. A different Foggy, but he's talking to Foggy. <laughs> I oh, forgot. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. It is weird how many people have been in multiple iterations, like different versions of characters across different universes and timelines uh-huh. at this point where it's like. You know, oh, Affleck's yeah. been Daredevil and Batman at this point. And if if Secret Wars can get Affleck back as Daredevil, like that would just be that would be nuts. I that would be the one that I was like, well, that that's never going to happen. And if they pull that off, I'm like, wow, you guys really can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't hold my breath, but it would be cool. Um. So so the 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 story of the the journey, uh, No Way Home took to the screen. Um, as uh, as as uh, Nick hinted at, um, was uh, uh, an interesting one. <laughs> um, so so at the end of Far uh, Far From Home, Tom Holland had one film left on his Marvel contract. 
um, his his Spider Man contract specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, John Watts had only been contracted for two movies, and his so his was done. And uh, if he was going to do the next movie, they would have to like renegotiate like a brand new contract for him, which I'm sure uh, turned out really well <laughs> for him. Um, but uh, uh, and and while this was happening, you know, they only had they had Tom Holland on for one more film, so they were like, you know. Marvel and Sony, they were like, we should, we should like try and expand our, 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 our deal. And like, you know, more movies that way at the end of this next Spider-Man movie, like we can sign Tom Holland for like more movies. Cause we have a plan in place and all of these things. So they start negotiating and, um, uh, Feige, you know, was fully producing homecoming and far from home. And he was doing this for a 5% revenue share. Um, that was not to him, but to Disney. <laughs> so, like, he, he was not getting, like, normal, like, producer stuff. Huh. Despite putting in, like, a full-time job as a producer on those movies. And um, so Disney was like, you know, we've got a lot of movies coming up. We can't keep letting you go and produce these Spider-Man movies when we're only getting a 5% revenue share. So in your negotiation with Sony, just, you know, throw out there that we should do, we should, we should bump it up to like 25 or 50%. And Sony (laughs) was like, oh, okay. Well, um, you know what? We don't need the MCU. See you later. (laughs) And that was, that was it. It was just, they announced it to the press in August of, of 2019 that, Spider-Man was out of the MCU and uh, and and was never going. And they were like, yeah, maybe, you know, never say never. But, uh, you know, we've got pretty good producers ourselves. And, uh, you know, we're no slouches over here. So we're just going to do it ourselves and uh, whatever. And Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, the writers, they had already been hired to write the next movie. And so they were writing it. And then they, like, checked the trades the next day. And they're like, wait, who are we writing this movie for? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and, uh, for added context, so August of 2019, that is like maybe a month after Far From Home was released in theaters. Right, 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 exactly. Um, so uh, they uh, they bailed, but then um, it was it was interesting. So like by September, that was the end of August. By the end of September, so like 30 days later, um, a deal was reached. And it was because of the intense fan backlash, um, as well as a personal phone call made to Bob Iger from Tom Holland, who was just like, please don't let me make a movie for Sony. I've seen their movies. (laughs) Into the Spider-Verse is good. That's the end of the list. Don't make me do this. (laughs) And Bob Iger was like, Okay, we'll 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 come up with a plan. We'll we'll figure it out. And so they went back to the negotiation table, and they came up with uh with Disney uh, doing twenty five percent of financing on the Spider Man movies in return for twenty five percent of the profits. Um, so basically, like you put in a quarter, you get back a quarter. Okay. Wow. Um, and that really worked out for this movie because <laughs> um, they made like five hundred million dollars, I think, on this. Um, wow. And they were able to uh, ma- maintain or retain the merchandising rights to Spider-Man, um, which was always like kind of a negotiation on the table each time. But Sony is like, yeah, we don't really make a lot of merch outside of like 
tech stuff. So, <laughs> right. you know, whatever. Wow. Um, Did they ever do like official like a uh, man? I'm not to be uh, not to be Mr. The, like toy guy, but like <laughs> the, the, mo- the money left on the table by keeping the three Peters a secret. Of like not doing oh, like yeah. three Peter toy sets or whatever, yeah. you know, like re-releasing action figures of all three Peters. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. It's pretty e- even as an adult, I probably would have shelled out for like a re-release of the Raimi Spider Man toys oh, that yeah. I had when I was like in the middle school or whatever. Yeah. High school. Man, uh, that's that would be nuts. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right to bring that up. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um also, in this new deal, uh, it allowed for Tom Holland Spider-Man to appear in future MCU films as well as future Sony's Universe of Marvel Characters films. Um, the the SUMC. Uh, although I, I've heard that they've changed it from Sony's Universe of Marvel Characters to Sony's Universe of Marvel Comics. I think that was a recent change. Hmm. Oh. But they're not yeah. comics. They're movies. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, funny how that works. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so all of that was taken care of, and and McKenna and Summers began story development in December, in earnest, in December of 2019. Um, Craven was the character that Watts wanted, mm-hmm. and they had always been playing around with the idea of this like multiverse thing. Um, and the, the, the concept of Craven was going to be that he was going to be hunting the multiverse villains, um, while Spider-Man is trying to save them and send them home. He was just trying to hunt them and keep them as trophies to be like, look, look at my multiverse zoo, I guess. I don't <laughs> Alfred know. Molina's uh, head on a mantle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever, whatever Craven does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the idea. Cause the, the thought process of like, well, we need like a true villain in this. Um, which the movie like kind of has, but not really. And like, you know, the true villain of the movie is like J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> you know, um, I, I, you know, I, it has like multiple antagonists and, and things like that. But um, and obviously, you know, the Green Goblin of it all. But they thought that they needed like an original, like new to this movie villain um, to like drive the story. And uh, that was the version that they pitched to to Tom Holland. And Tom Holland came back to them and said, well, what if we just what if we didn't do Craven? Um, because dumb. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Presumably he doesn't like Craven. I don't know. Um, but he was like, what if we don't do Craven and instead we do it like it's a wonderful life? And so they started working on this version of this movie that was It's a Wonderful Life. He wishes that he was. Uh, he wishes that everyone didn't know who he was, that like he was a Spider-Man, that no one knew who he was. And then he ends up inadvertently traveling the multiverse, becoming Toby Spider, oh. Spider-Man, like ends up in that universe as that Spider-Man because he becomes a Spider-Man that no one knows who he is. Um, oh, and, wow. Yeah. And then and then the same thing with like Andrew Garfield when he tries to fix it. Um, he ends up in Andrew Garfield's universe. And that's how they were going to do the sort of like multiverse shenanigans in this version. Um, And what they ended up doing is they were like, well, the problem with this version is that like, it's not, it, 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 the only way to do it is total fan service and not in a, not in a like 
like a like a fun like or not in a way that is like narratively constructive. Um, mm. That that version of it, the It's a Wonderful Life version. And and so they abandoned that, but they liked the idea of using the other universes and stuff. Because originally in the Craven version, they weren't like old characters from the other movies. They were MCU you know, Doc Ock, MCU Lizard. Right. Well, yeah, but from a different universe. But like not from like not an established. Not an established. It. Not from the MCU's universe. Okay. Um, it wouldn't be like, Risa Fons and Alfred Molina and Thomas Hayden. Exactly, Church. exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like uh, Multiverse of Madness when they pull in Krasinski for right. a moment. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, totally. Here's the guy. And yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah. Um and so instead they like merged these two ideas and they were like, Okay, let's take Craven out, but let's have the multiverse characters coming but let's have them all be from those universes um and then this is the draft of the of the script that um mckenna and summers referred to as the um uh biting off more than they could chew draft um (laughs) because originally the thought process was like yeah we'll bring in everybody right everybody everybody that we want we'll see what we can we can work with and then we'll like kind of slowly scale things off right and so they had they had mary jane in this they had um, you know, they had Emma Stone in this. They had, um, you know, they just everybody. And like they they had talked about um, putting in uh, uh, James Franco, um, uh, Topher Grace. And so all of these characters were in this version and they started like scaling things back for different versions. Right. So like like they took James Franco out because they were like, well. Well, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we don't. Yeah. Um, so, so they take, they take James Franco out. Um, they take Tover Grace out because ultimately he's too similar to like what is happening with Norman and the Goblin. Like they're, they're two similar energies. And so it just didn't like everything that the Goblin would do. They couldn't justify why Tover Grace wasn't doing that. Why Eddie Brock wasn't doing that. Um, and I think also at one point they had toyed with, well, like what if we switch him out and we just make, uh, instead of it being Topher Grace's Venom, it's uh, it's it's uh, Tom Hardy Venom Venom. Yeah, Tom Hardy Venom. Um, and he's there because the symbiote multiverse sharing memories and it's the same. It's the same guy, um, basically. <laughs> uh, and so so they, they try that. So what's interesting about this is like so then they start honing in on on what they want to do with this and they start scaling back all the characters. And they're like, OK, what if it's. Right before they die, we bring them back and we we save them. That's the the idea is that he's going to save them before sending them back so that they don't die because that was the worst parts of all of those movies is that the villains always die Um, because the whole point of Spider-Man is that, you know, the stories continue and Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, One of the things that they when they decided that they were like one of one juicy nugget that they were like could do this and this would be crazy but it would be really fun is what if we brought back emma stone and it was from right before she died and andrew garfield's like peter has to peter three has to come reckon with that and like sees her again and gets that closure and also gets to save her um and gets his happy ending and that was the that was the idea um, is that like she comes back just like the villains, but you know she's Gwen Stacy, not a not a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up not doing that because Emma Stone was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> 
um, or 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 was just like, I yeah, sure, uh, twenty mil, please. Um, yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, we we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. That's crazy. <laughs> Meanwhile, if they had done that. They absolutely could have afforded it. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> Retroactively, it's yeah. peanuts. Yeah. It, do, it does know, make me wonder like how much money it took to get Natalie Portman back for that last Thor movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you both know what a, what a fan I am of Emma Stone and Emma Stone in the Amazing <clears throat> Spider-Man movies. But like, I think I think we would lose that incredible moment with Peter 3 and Zendaya by... Yes, you know, mm-hmm. just like bringing her, you know, bringing her back to life and like a w- wiping D- away that that pain. Yeah, no, I mean, I I absolutely agree. Mm. We would have lost that great Zendaya moment, but also we would have gained a moment where he actually got to save her. Yeah, mm-hmm. which Whoa. would be like the elation that he would feel in that moment would be mm-hmm. nuts, and yeah. that would have been just as powerful, I think. Yeah. Um, whoopee he would have said especially if it was like the last time we were ever going to see him again and like who knows right. right but like if if this was being planned as like their swan songs right i do like that as like a swan song for him of like he's gonna be okay he's got gwen again and and everything's gonna be fine you know yeah. uh, zach how do you feel i don't know oh i feel i feel great about i mean i i like what they did with the zadea moment I, I mean everybody rightly praises that as one of the highlights of the movie yeah um i just I, I love Emma Stone. I think would have ruled <laughs> to see her. It would have been, I, it would have been nice. Also, I think to have somebody for Zendaya to bounce off of that wasn't just like another guy, another nerdy boy, another you know whatever. Oh um, yeah, like what 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 what's you know because like Ned Ned gets this moment where he's like, hey, where, who are your friends? And Toby's like, uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> so it would have been cool if Zendaya had like uh, someone to bounce off of as like. What it's what it's like to be the partner of Spider Man exactly you know? right. yeah and, and those like almost uh, brotherly mentory moments are so much of the like uh, the appeal of the back half of this movie that like gives everybody the big warm hug hug that they love I I mean I would have lost my mind to have seen like Emma Stone talked or even Kirsten Dunst like talk to Zendaya like I don't know that, that would I would have I would have loved to see Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst talking oh my god oh. and Kirsten Dunst what did you say your name was again <laughs> oh Gwen Stacy oh, oh. <laughs> just like oh. Oh. what oh. Did you see? This is not about this movie, but I, I saw the sweetest post that Bryce Dallas Howard put on Instagram the other yeah. day. Like, like she and her dad, Ron Howard, uh, went to go see the new Spider Verse movie, and she just posted a, a little Instagram story about like, as a former Gwen Stacy, it was so nice to see a lovely <laughs> Spider Man movie again. I was like, Aww. that's right, Bryce, you're you're our first Gwen, and I love you. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was. Oh, boy, Bless. boy, um, yeah. That would have been <laughs> such brought, a. I was gonna. Are you gonna say what her? I was gonna say? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brought her back instead. Had <laughs> uh, yeah. Andrew saved Bryce Dallas Howard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saved a Gwen. Hey, that's something, right? Right, guys. That's a win in my book. <laughs> that's something. Um, yeah, I. I also think that they're. You know, if James Franco, you know, weren't the shitbird that he actually is. Um, there would have been something really cool to have uh, Harry come back and Emma uh, as Gwen come back because then it's like it's it's both of them dealing with like baggage that they kind of left behind. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, where, where they both get like something to like, 
you know, put put a period, uh, you know, on on the end of their era with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I guess you could have done the same thing with Kirsten Dunst since we never I, actually I, got an ending for her. Yeah. And not to not to skip around, but there's a moment that I never really clocked before that watching this movie today um, where, you know, there's a moment where Otto is fixed. He's freed from the, the chip's control. And mm. he's like, oh, the power of the sun. And then Toby's like, and the palm of your hand. And he goes, Peter, my boy. Oh, my God. Mm. It's so good to see you. How, how's it going? And you could see on Toby's face like, oh, dude, I haven't, I haven't seen you since 2004. And you died. <laughs> like, and he's like, just trying to do better, man. You know? And I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. It, it is really good. Yeah. Um uh also the other the other thing that they thought about doing since they once they started tying in the multiverse characters that they were choosing to be, being ones that died in the movies, they mm. were like, "Oh, this is our opportunity to bring Mysterio back." Um oh, so they were wow. also planning on bringing Mysterio back and it was like he was only coming like 6 months from 6 months ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. But he died and now he's he's alive and like mm-hmm. You know, he would be the sort of main antagonist of this movie again, mm. sort of like leading the 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 what would have been at the time the Sinister Six. He would have been the sixth member oh. um, and would have actually made it an official Sinister Six movie um, instead of uh, only Sinister Six. If you count J. Jonah Jameson, um, <laughs> that was a rumor for a long time. Do you guys remember that? Where like yeah. there's going to be a secret sixth bad guy like Venom is going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, every rumor was yeah, every, yeah. <laughs> out of this movie. Venom <laughs> uh, shows up. He's just not, you know, yeah. part of yeah. it. <laughs> but eventually, through drafts and 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 iterate, iterating, uh, they eventually honed in on the Green Goblin as sort of like the main antagonist. But they wanted to fake out everybody by starting it out by making everyone think it's Doc Ock. And before that, with the casting announcements, making everyone think it's Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I just, I love that evolution that they announced Jamie Foxx first. That's the first person they announced. Uh, and then it was like months later, they announced that, that Alfred Molina is coming back. And I don't think we ever got confirmation that Willem Dafoe was in this until that first trailer that revealed him. Or revealed his laugh or something like that. The pumpkin yeah. bomb pumpkin on the bomb. bridge. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. the only time that we were like, oh. Um, but uh, yeah. And then they had the release date switcheroo with Multiverse of Madness, which was like, this was supposed to be a sequel to Multiverse of Madness and ended up being a prequel to Multiverse of Madness. And I think that it made this movie better, but I think it might have made Multiverse of Madness worse. Because um, <laughs> uh, America yeah. Chavez was supposed to be in this at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's why Ned is magic in this because they didn't that, have that was yeah that portals. was supposed to be America Chavez oh. who was doing all that stuff. Um, huh? Yeah. Well. Said so they they made it they made it Ned uh, Ned and his uh, his Lola was right. It would have been cool. It would have been cool if uh, if Ned was at Carmitage in Multiverse of Madness as like a little cameo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would have been good. That would have been really good. Um, but yeah, I guess he doesn't know that he's magic, right? Oh, dang! Yeah, good. yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah, a, perfect. yeah. There's weird end to this movie. Right, That's right. right. <laughs> um, we can we can talk about the ramifications of all of that uh, at the end of this. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, everyone was lying in the press. 
you know, the rumor mill was just off the charts with this movie. I have I have never been more annoyed by rumors <laughs> than I think with this movie. Um, even more so than Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I think I was just more annoyed because it was like, I don't know, people were just just adamant to get spoiled. They were like. They're in this movie and I'm going to prove it. And it's just like, why? Just go watch the movie. Like, what do you need to, why do you need to prove this now? Why do you have to prove that you're right now? I want to be special with the knowledge ahead of time. Uh, I don't want to enjoy the experience. I want to have more thoughts than other people. Or yeah. More I, uh, yeah. Something that Scott and I have talked about, Zach, throughout this series is like how, you know, going back to O2 and now in 2021, when this movie came out, how like the nerd industrial complex became a thing and like mm-hmm. grift tube and discussing uh, yeah. film. And so I think a lot of that was like, I mean, like J. Jonah Jameson, like this is the scoop of the century. I'm going to be the one to get the shitty grainy, you know, spy pick of the three Spider-Men together. Right, right. Yeah, no, it is gross that that uh <laughs> that is a self-perpetuating little ecosystem over there now yeah. but it wasn't you're right that it wasn't present on until this period really mm-hmm. for the marvel movies and certainly not in previous superhero stuff where there is not only are people incentivized to spoil things but there's literally money in it for mm-hmm. them yeah mm-hmm. gnarly um there's also like this new thing that's happened now that nerd culture has not become a counterculture now that it's just popular culture. Yeah. Now that um, they won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is now uh, taken on a, uh, like a sports betting kind of oeuvre mm. where like people want to be the one who procrastinate. Pro- procl- what is that? What are, what are prognosticated? That's the word ah, prognosticated nice. correctly. Yeah. Um, and you know, you have things like, I, like, I know that you, you watch this guy and I've, I've started watching him now as well, Nick, because you watch him all the time and talk <laughs> about him all the time. But, um, I started watching Nando, uh, and oh, he yeah. does this thing where he'll be like, I'm going to, I'm going to pick, you know, I'm, I'm going to fan cast the new Superman or I'm going to, I'm going to pick the new director for the X-Men when they come to MCU and it's a fun conversation, but he's also doing this other added layer where he's like, but I don't think they're going to pick this one. And then he'll he'll walk all the way down the line and then he'll be like, so this one's not my favorite, but I think this is the one that I'm they're going to go for. So this is going to be my pick. And I'm like, what? but none of this is real, dude. Like, <laughs> you're just having fun. You're making a fun video. Like, you can pick whoever you want. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No one's going to hold it against you. It has become like sports, and it's very odd. Weird. To yeah. Yeah. Because I think from people, and not to, I don't know what's going on in that guy's head, but like, if he gets it right, if he get then nerds are like, oh, well, he's the dude who was right about right. Bo- Bobby Cornsweat or whatever that kid's name is. Plano playing Superman. Um, yeah. Yeah. His last name is Corn Sweat. You're right yeah, about that. Yeah. I, like Corn Corn Sweat, I think is. Yeah. His, yeah. But yes, I forget. David? David Corn Sweat? I don't yeah, know. much more distinguished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but then you have the cultural cachet of being, yeah. oh, I have a read on the scenario. Yeah. I see what's going on. And, oh, you know who got this right? This guy will tune into his videos, X, Y, Z. Because the thing is, mm-hmm. when you're wrong, it costs you nothing. 
Yeah. That's the thing. No one cares if you're yeah. wrong. But when you're right, that adds cachet. And now more people are watching your channel, presumably. Um, but yeah, it has all become very fantasy ba- fantasy football, fan- fantasy baseball. And like uh, going back to everybody having to lie, it's the irony of like Andrew Garfield post Amazing Spider-Man had kind of taken, you know, he was starring in some really interesting indie projects, but it sort of stepped out of the limelight and as a fan was kind of like, oh man, is this dude going to like kind of fade away? And then he just happened to hit this crazy career resurgence with like tick, tick, boom, Mm -hmm. right as this was happening. And it was like, oh my God, I'm on every fucking talk show for the next like three months. He's got to do a whole (laughs) tour of every, every single possibility of spoiling things. Do you think, yeah. Do you think they planned that a little bit? Like, do you think Marvel was like, this will be fun? Like, (laughs) I think maybe they leaned into it purposefully, but I don't know if they would, have been able to plan it. Yeah, that I way. guess that's true. Toby McGuire um, just watching thing... from his home, being like, ah, "Sucker." <laughs> one other thing I wanted to mention um, is that the uh, original cinematographer on um, on uh, Homecoming and Far From Home, uh, Seamus McGarvey, he was uh, replaced um, yeah. with uh, Mayoro Fiore um, as the cinematographer of this movie. Um, and uh, I definitely think the cinematography gets knocked up a notch in this movie. I, I love the cinematography in this movie. That being said, with as many movies as he's fucking done for the MCU at this point, I just like, like, why, 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 why wouldn't they have just gotten? Um, was uh, was it a was it a, a a product of the pandemic and like shooting schedules and stuff like that? Or why he left? Yeah, or why there why there was a change up? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was a there that that's he got he got COVID, and then also there was like the schedule got pushed back because of the pandemic and stuff like that, and it just got it all got mixed up um, in terms of like yeah, they had to just go for someone else. Um, Wild, but uh, 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 I was what I was gonna say is like Bill Pope has done two MCU movies. Like, why wouldn't you just get Bill Pope to shoot this if you were gonna replace bring, the original guy? Yeah, bring it full circle. Yeah, ah, uh, that would um, be good too. Wow. Yeah, rather rather him on this than on Quantumania. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, he did shoot Quantumania. Wow. Yeah, that was shocking. Uh, I was when I, I I did not find that. I did not know that while watching the movie. Um, or anything. I found that out like two weeks ago <laughs> that he was like, he posted like, it was like some interview where he was like talking about shooting a movie completely on green screen. Oof. Um, and was like, yeah, that was, that was something. All right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like, yeah, man, I'm sure it was. <laughs> you, I did what I had to do. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Sorry. It's I was looking up. To, to he- yeah, please. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, I, I just I wanted real quick. I, I just like who shot Multiverse of Madness, and it was John Matheson, uh, right? Who Gladiator? Some, yeah. Well, didn't didn't he do a Raimi picture? Wasn't he a or isn't he a Raimi guy? Um. Wow. He has a lot of credits. I'm just going through IMDb. Uh, but Zach, he, what, what were you going to say? Yeah. Oh, I was just saying a more generic statement about how it's interesting to to hear how many different ways they attempted to crack this nut mm-hmm. and with how many different collaborators before we got the one that coalesced into this thing that still made billions. This is the kind of movie, though, that I think you have to do that with. You mm. have to iterate on it. 
like an animated film. I mean, look at Into the Spider-Verse, right? Sure. But like, you have to do it that way, I think, with something like this, because it's not a straightforward narrative. Um, mm-hmm. And they wanted everything that would come across as fan servicey to feel like it was integral to the plot, not just like mm. there for the sake of it being there. And that's why they honed it down into like, you know, such a kind of well-oiled machine. Right. Because, because you don't have the guarantee that you might have on one of these where like, say you're introducing a fan favorite character, but they're the first time they've been seen on the screen. You have the luxury of being like, Hey, we have the opportunity to put this character. We'll write him into the script. We can make them, you know, really integral to the plot, like an America Chavez or whatever, but we'll cast them for the mm-hmm. first time. We'll do our whole thing that we normally do. In this case, you could write part of the script around somebody and then they simply are not available. Yeah. Or that they can't get the deal to work and you better have something else in your back pocket. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And Tom Holland, he said like, you know, after the movie came out, he was like, yeah, no, I'm glad that everything worked out because if any one person hadn't been there, the whole movie would have fallen apart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Like every every movie is a, is a miracle, which is something... You know, we talk about a lot on the show, but like yeah. this, this movie is like a a, a stack of miracles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it is interesting though that I I, I feel like his historically, I don't know that this movie has held up in popular culture as as strongly as I thought it would have based mm-hmm. on the sort of like yeah rock concert. Uh, uh, you know, reaction it had when it hit theaters because already, like when Guardians three came out, everyone was like, "This is the best MCU movie since Endgame," and I'm like, "I mean, there was another one that was like really good, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> between here and there. Like, you couldn't say like it's the best one since that one, like since No Way Home, mm-hmm. but like they just skip right over it. Like everyone just sort of forgets about this one, which I think is interesting. It is, yeah. yeah. There's an aspect to it where it, uh, it sticks in my mind so strongly as an event Mm -hmm. that I almost feel that I'll get diminishing returns every time I I go back to it. Mm. And maybe that prevents people from watching it again. And when it's not fresh in your mind, you don't think of it again. You just go, oh, what was the last huge one? Endgame. Best movie since Endgame. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because I haven't rewatched that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, think, well, it's funny. Like I remember thinking, watching it tonight, for for this rewatch, this was like my third time watching it. I guess um, mm-hmm. I I think I love this movie each time I go back and watch it more. Yeah. For, oh, interesting. Okay. F- because because I I mean I I also I like Multiverse of Madness more than the average bear, but uh-huh. a lot of what you're talking about, Zach, with like or you know both of you guys about how uh, a lot of the more fan servicey bits of that there that's not my favorite parts of, of that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But like every there's such a there's so much protein in this, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think I think the 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 amnesia, which is ironic considering how this movie ends. Um, <laughs> that's true. This, maybe maybe that's maybe I'm maybe it's a joke that's just going over my head. <laughs> yeah, that kept going where they're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know who Peter Parker is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this movie's kind of bigger than the MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where like this was like a celebration of twenty years of Spider-Man movies and yes. this character, and so I think the reason people fall back on Endgame is because that is kind of like the ultimate MCU movie, and you know no one says like, well, this is the best one since Song Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. 
<laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah. That's true. I think that that is a good point in terms of that the Endgame was so specifically about the legacy of the characters that were introduced within this framework of, you know, Iron Man in 2008-ish or whatever and onward that it full circle to I Love You 3000, that whole thing is the thing. Whereas this one is trading off of stuff that doesn't belong to them or didn't belong to them until now. Mm-hmm. And and that's the most powerful part of this movie is not the stuff with, you know, Doctor Strange so much as it is the stuff with Andrew. I mean, Andrew Garfield is the MVP of this movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> And that's not... That's not the legacy of the MCU. So it is a different energy in, in some respects. There. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, like, Doctor, Sh- you, you pull Doctor Strange out of this movie, and there's, like, no MCU connection to it. Yeah. Like, the movie's just a Spider-Man movie at that point. Yeah, weird. I, you know, and, you know, you get the throwaway, not throwaway, but you have the Charlie Cox cameo. But, like, yeah, but that's, but even that's not, like, MCU proper. It's this other, like, yeah. like Andrew Garfield, this kind of black sheep part of the family. Yeah. Yeah, it really is like tenuously connected to the to to the MCU outside of, you know, Doctor Strange being a very firm hold there, but um for the most part, I mean, this is like you compare this to the other two MCU Spider-Man movies and this is much more of a Spider-Man movie than either of those. Totally. Um like a Spider-Man specific, you know? <laughs> yeah. What is it, what's what's the feeling you have when you walk out of the theater, That what the lasting impression you have? You know, you watch Homecoming and the feeling walking out of the theater is, oh, wow, Spidey turned down being in the Avengers. You walk out of Far From Home and the feeling is, oh, my gosh, what are the ramifications with the Mysterio thing and the secret identity and now people in the MCU know this thing? That's more Spidey specific. But this one is, you're leaving the theater with, Spider-Man in the homemade suit in the wintertime in a oh, terrible uh, apartment in New York with no n- no one knows him. Yeah. It's the opposite of being connected to a larger universe. And that's yeah. the feeling you leave with. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool because a, a criticism for all three of these movies was like, oh, uh, it's, it's just Spider-Man playing sidekick to the MCU. And, <laughs> sure. And this movie ends, begins and ends you're not even thinking about the blip or mm-hmm. you know who bought who bought the avengers tower or any of that stuff you are like mm-hmm. spider-man is the center of the universe for the next two and a half hours yeah cuz cuz happy is in this is in this movie big time um who obviously you know was connected to to tony stark and and the mcu but like he's the version of happy that we've just been like learning about in the spider-man movie so by the time we <laughs> yeah. get to here i'm like oh yeah happy hogan the spider-man character you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy uh so yeah are we ready to to start our walkthrough through this crazy movie yeah yeah let's yeah, do it let's do it uh i just i'll let i always remember the buzz of like the columbia logo and like the sony the sony logo and all that mm-hmm. with the j jonah james with the recap of mm-hmm the ending of far from home and that's like oh we're gonna hit the ground running like we're starting right yeah. after this yeah yeah um, um this whole like web web swinging sequence is so fun <laughs> and because what's so fun about it too is that we just saw in far from homes and Dave was like never again i don't want to <laughs> ever do that ever again that was a nightmare 
and then immediately from the jump, it's necessary right now. Do it. Yeah. Do it. And, and it is. And, and it's like it's like the mo the worst stuff. Like that is happening to her. You know, <laughs> she's having to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge yeah. and uh, uh, just narrowly escape a, a, a subway train. You know what? And, I think it yeah. technically is the Queensboro Bridge again. Queensboro. Yeah, uh, which is the one from from uh, Toby uh, 2002 Spider Man. Uh, I think it. I think it literally is that bridge, not wow. Brooklyn Bridge. At the beginning of this, I might be wrong. Tell me on the Discord if I'm not. Yeah, that, that's that's got to be a. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're great. Thanks. Uh, there's got to be a, a, a Spider-Man tour that you could take in New York, right? Oh yeah, they take you to Joe's Pizza. They take you around and see all the sites, yeah. and you know, it's the <laughs> the library that they parked the car outside of when Uncle Ben said, uh, yeah, "With great power." This is where they shot second unit on the first movie. This is where they <laughs> shot second unit on the second movie. <laughs> really <laughs> add some flavor. If you want to see if you want to see the actual location, you have to go to California. Go <laughs> to some studio lots there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the New York person talks like it. <laughs> this is where Gwen had a big Oxford interview there go, there. that Peter crashed. <laughs> hey, I'm filming here. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun, uh, like kick right off into we're har- harrowed and harried and freaked out and scared. And they do that kind of interesting thing, getting back to the apartment with, the uh, the one that they yeah. do, um, mm-hmm. which is, I think more of an interesting idea than a perfect execution, but I respected mm-hmm. it. If that makes sense. Like, I like what it does to the energy, mm-hmm. I think more yeah. than, more than anything. Like, I don't think the shot itself or like the blocking of it is like that impressive. Yeah, it's but, a little awkward, but well, well, but yes, but I think that I, if I had to guess, I bet they only like tried it a couple of times because he didn't want it to feel rehearsed. Mm-hmm. He wanted that nervous energy mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be in it. Um, and if they reversed, they rehearsed it too much. It is too slick. They, yeah, it would be too slick. Yeah. And I think I I like how unslick it is actually. And uh, on a meta level, like this has nothing to do with the movie or the filmmaker's intent, I, I'm pretty sure. But like this was also around the same time that Tom Holland and Zendaya's relationship had become like public knowledge. Um, oh, yeah. And not by their design or their will. And <laughs> and so like watching this movie, I couldn't help but like be kind of like. I don't know if tickled the right word, but just kind of like, it's so weird that like Peter Parker, they say multiple times, you are now the most famous person in the world. Right. And yeah. Yeah. You are being hounded and people are grabbing at MJ and like asking her all these invasive questions. And I'm like, God, it's so weird how like life is imitating art right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. those moments reminded me there's this one here and then there's later when they're at the school, obviously. Um, but those reminded me a bit of I rewatched some of the Hunger Games recently movies. And oh, yeah. that first Hunger Games movie is a really interesting vibe going back to it in terms of that movie has the stuff with the two district 12 tributes uh where they're like prepping them from for a weird parasitic and violent uh press tour type of fame that is going to happen to them against their will because of this special thing that literally was about to happen to Jennifer Lawrence at the time right and it, there was just that little meta textual thing there and i was reminded of that when they had like you know Tom Holland walking through a hallway with a bunch of people holding up their phones to catch a glimpse mm-hmm. of him or whatever. Like that's it's already woven through. Mm-hmm. And like all they want to do is just be on a roof alone together, just being a mm-hmm. normal young couple. But like the world won't let them. 
right. and I and I, th- I also I think I brought this up in uh, at the end of Far From Home when the, when this happened when the big reveal happened. But there's something about the way that these MCU movies adapted the sort of like biggest era of Marvel comics, starting with like oh, we're going to introduce Spider Man in Civil War. Right. Mm-hmm. And civil war leads to like Spider-Man revealing his identity, which leads to him like making a deal with the devil to do the like one more day, brand new day, all of that stuff. And they're essentially adapting that storyline um, as like the first Spider-Man story yeah. and merging it with his his origin in a way that I just find so fascinating as like that. That is so weird. That's such a weird thing <laughs> to make your like introduction to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works. It, it really, it really worked. I thought it was a bold choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me how on on y'all's podcast, you know, Spider-Man Minute, Sam and and the team were so uh, such big fans of what they read when they were growing up, which was like the Stan Lee, Steve Ditko era, or like yeah. John Romita. That. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Feige was uh, was, uh, you know, assistant producing those movies and then reading whatever new comics were coming in at the time, (laughs) which were Civil War and the ramifications of Civil War and being like one day, one day, (laughs) (laughs) one more day. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And and we have the 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 reveal with the news helicopter and stuff and then uh, (laughs) uh, the. MJ talking to the cops and stuff, right? That's how it happens next. Uh, yeah, yeah Stewie yeah. from Succession, right? Who I know now. <laughs> you know him now. Yeah. So I was watching this, and when he showed up, me and Bethany were both like, "Ah, that asshole!" <laughs> oh, man. I don't know Succession yet, but that guy's got a great face. Every time I see him, I'm like, mm, "That's a good face. That's a good face." Um, is. He is like. Good- he is like the the Jean Raffio of uh, Succession. Oh boy. Exactly. Yeah, he is he, he is Kendall Jean Raphael. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bro, we're going to fucking ace this. You're not going to be depressed at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's also in Miss Marvel, he's right? the worst. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the connection there. Damage control. So, yeah. oh, and I uh I, yeah, I mean like that's just the fun the, Sorry, I I I just want to say I fucking hate damage control because like I don't even know what they're doing now. Like, what are you like? You guys were like cleaning up stuff before. Like, you were just like cleaning up alien equipment. That's what damage control does. What are you doing now? Now you're just the feds. Now you're just hunting like, the CIA. Like, what what is this? Yeah, yeah, that's no, rough. Yeah. Um, this isn't the most fun of the John Watts Spider Man movies. I mean, it is fun, but it's also like. You know, I, I the the precious moments we get with like Hannibal Burris and JB Smoove and Martin Starr, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and like and all Betty the Brant and Betty Brant, yeah, <laughs> so funny. Oh, um, I never noticed get- this before. Uh, go get him, Tiger, because that's their mascot. Yeah. Yes. Ah, oh, see, that's good. smart, that's smart, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, I, there's yeah. a lot less John Hughes energy in this one, but we do get all this other crazy stuff for yeah. sure. And I love uh, I love MJ and Aunt May at the same time being like, "Don't say anything without a lawyer." <laughs> <laughs> I don't go by Watson. Yeah, it's good. It's good yeah. stuff. And- you remember, remember speaking of like all the crazy speculation? Remember when this uh, this scene was in the trailer and you don't see the guy that's in the room with him from the from the head like from the shoulders right up. Uh-huh. You don't see him, and everyone's like, "That's Matt Murdock. He's in the movie." See, and they were right, <laughs> but that's not him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It was Stewie. Just, 
<laughs> I just think that that's so funny. Uh, and the then uh, oh, the internet. <laughs> and then Peter is uh, the, so we go. Oh, we do get some John Husey high school stuff because they are all Ned and MJ and Peter are all stressed over. They all want to get into MIT together so they can mm-hmm. go to Boston and be like fun college freshmen. And yeah, please. I, I, the thing that I love about that sequence though, is like it, it follow, it immediately follows and it's, it's meant to be like, okay, let's pass some time. Right. Cause you know, it, it, it starts and it's like summer still. And then we got to pass some time until Halloween. Right. And then like later we'll pass some time until Christmas. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's so interesting to me that like all of like his whole life and world has fallen apart right and then he's just casually on the phone with zendaya with with mj just being like so like what co- what college do you think we're gonna get into and it's just like buddy you've got bigger problems than, than that well there is something so like teenagery about that yeah, right where it's sure. like yeah i don't know like, all this stuff is gonna get figured out yeah, you know? stuff, but, but like i just really want to make sure that i'm like it's not like we're not gonna go to college yeah i don't do i just i just really want to make sure that i'm like in the same college as my friend and my girlfriend yeah, yeah you like know, I, it, I had a <laughs> please please i had a thought with the facetime which is is this how teenagers do this now because like Fundamentally, if I when I was a teenager, you know, calling a, a, a girl to talk till two in the morning or whatever, uh, I was just racking up the free minutes on a cell phone, <laughs> just like uh, talking audio wise after 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's almost written like a phone conversation. But like, do people do endless FaceTimes? Is this what teenagers do? This is like one of the first movie moments in the movie as I was watching it where I was like, oh, I'm old. Okay, that's okay. I get it now. I think they just send like TikToks back and forth to each other. (laughs) I don't even know if they get on a FaceTime. I don't know if that's like a trope because it's always a line in a movie where people are always like, who calls people on the phone anymore? But I'm like, well, the dude that wrote that's 40. So like, what do you know? Um, (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It just stuck to me. It stuck out to me as like, this is cute. They're being teenagery, wondering about stuff. But is this the medium they would do it in? Or are they like on Discord voice chatting while they know? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Zach, that's something we've been talking about with the other two Spider-Man movies is like, you know, it's been sort of criticized that the, the John Watts doesn't doesn't give Peter as much of a doesn't put him through the crucible that Raimi would mm-hmm. put his Spider-Man through. Um, yeah, they're kind of playing cool with kid gloves, you know, but like I think like uh, Preeti pointed this out in our homecoming episode, which is like or in Far From Home, like when you're 16, not sitting by the girl that you like on a plane feels it's- like the, you know. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's. It's emotionally honest. If not, it's really fun to see Toby get hit with a backpack in the face. But it's different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's very different. He's also an adult. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a full right. adult. <laughs> but so, like, yeah. Here's all this crazy stuff. His life is effed so royally, but he's still like. But the center of his universe is like. Well, are are him and MJ going to go to the same college? Yeah. 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 To- Toby's Toby's Peter's in college by like minute 61 of that movie. So Yeah. You know. I it definitely wa- the first half of this movie rewatching it today, I felt a little disconnected from stuff, but the college admission and uh teenagery stuff was hitting harder than I remember it. Mm-hmm. Because I know all the stuff that I was like that I didn't know when I first watched the movie. Like, oh, yeah, I know Matt Murdock is coming. Oh, oh, my gosh. Like, we're connecting multiverse stuff. That'll happen later. So I'm not worried about those implications. But I was keying more into the teenagery stuff this time. 
And yeah. Oh, I really want to hear that episode with Preeti. That sh- that sounds very fun. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Displaced in time. I can't hear it yet, but I will by the time you hear this. <laughs> uh, and you know, and speaking of like you know stakes, the stakes that these characters are going through. You know, we oh well, we finally see MJ's job, which is cool. She works at a donut yes. shop. Yeah. She, yeah. There's yeah. that's 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 sort of like another part of like. Where the transition is happening to what is the end of this movie, which is just like the most iconic Spider-Man shit you've ever seen, yeah. right? Um, and and the idea of like, yeah, she just has a job, and like you're not really like in it, much, hanging out much at the high school, and like they're all hanging out together at a coffee place, and like it's just like the, the vibes are there, like it's yeah. uh, and I, and it feels so good and the comfy. New York of it. You yeah. know what I really love about that scene when they're all meeting up with the MIT stuff is Peter web slings in over to the the shop in his civilian clothes. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. loved that little bit of. There's a brief moment in here where he's like, "All right, well, whatever, <laughs> doesn't matter." <laughs> they all know he had to go talk to them about the school stuff. It's great, <laughs> and uh, and they all find. I, I, I go. MJ has like a shitty boss. Sort of Raimi-ish. Mm-hmm. Very um, much so. And when they all find out that they didn't get it to MIT because of Peter, he's like, this is bullshit. Like, yeah, this isn't fair. You guys didn't do anything. And then we cut to the little Halloween decorations and uh, super stupid only I care about this complaint, Zach, that I had about Homecoming is... I'm ready. Chichino uh, <laughs> just like writes some random filler Iron Man theme. Um, really? It's like dun, dun 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 or something. Instead of using like <laughs> the pretty, it's better than that. It's better than what I just did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But like, I'm like, there's like two really good Iron Man themes already in the canon that you could have used. But because he scored Doctor Strange, he actually uses the like dun 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 nice. dun, dun, and then we like, oh, that's Doctor Strange's music. Nice. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's good. good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Time to go to the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, um, he goes to the Sanctum, and uh, <laughs> why does Doctor Strange have interns now <laughs> <laughs> for shoveling, Scott? Obviously, yeah, yeah. I think those are supposed to be sorcerers, but they're just not wearing their camouflage robes, so they just look like interns. <laughs> oh. Well, they're they're young though. It seemed like to me, yeah, they seem young. I don't know, yeah. new recruits I, maybe. Yeah. If one of them was a Minotaur, I think like. You would have been like, yeah. oh, those are, those are sorcerers. Yeah, that would have been sweet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Let's um, sprinkle a little more magic in there. <laughs> Although I do like, I love it when superheroes wear stuff on top of their superhero outfits. Like, yeah. you know, and Andrew's, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man wearing the fireman's helmet on his Spidey suit. Or, With a lab coat in this movie. Yeah, the lab coat. I love that stuff. So I appreciated the little bit of... Doctor Strange in his beautiful cape, but also with his like snow boots on, slipping on the floor. That's good stuff. Like a parka or something, like a jacket. Yeah, parka and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, to say nothing of uh, Spider Man wearing his Tech Academy jacket blazer. Mm-hmm. Over yes, his suit. that's my stuff. This, uh, the this movie's depiction of Strange and Wong, um, and their whole world is the best depiction of Doctor Strange. In any of the movies, in my opinion, Um, just because my favorite thing about Doctor Strange is the sort of like casualness of the of the magic of like, you know, (laughs) 
of of Wong just like coming through a portal and just being like, yeah, yeah I know, all right, yeah, anyway, okay, like it just like just just you know, I there's just something so like casual about it, and like his little mug, he's got his little mug and like the parka and stuff, but yeah, yeah, just the uh, the, the the casualness of all of this like grand magic, um, is the undercroft. The undercroft yeah. is being the shitty basement. <laughs> yeah, yes. we got our Pilates machine yeah. and stuff down there. Yeah, I I feel like the first Doctor Strange movie and the Avengers movies that he's in, I think take his shit like way too seriously and way too earnestly. Mm. And then I think that I I think that Multiverse of Madness is sort of its own beast that <laughs> is doing kind of its own yeah. thing. Raimi doesn't um, do casual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. Um I so there this is like my perfect this is this is my perfect like alchemy of mm-hmm. of Doctor Strange stuff. Great so, word choice. Loved yeah. it. Um it's I I had this thought. Um when do you guys consider to be the beginning of the Wongasans? Ooh. I mean, obviously you're referring to him peaking in She-Hulk. Yes. Wongers. Yeah, Wongers. Right, peak, I mean, yeah, peak, yeah. That's where we crest up to, but I don't know. I mean, it has to. I think he's always been legit, but it had to be maybe the last big team up movie where he. Uh, yeah, maybe Wong, he you're coming maybe. to my wedding. That was a big yes, moment. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking of. What do you think, Scott? I I think it started in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's when people because like he he had like some fun moments in in that like beginning uh, like New York stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, like he evolved very like li- in little baby steps mm-hmm. across all of his appearances. Yeah, we check in on Wong every three movies or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he just gets he gets sort of more. He just gets better <laughs> and better. You know. Um, I think that I think that people really liked. He has one of like the funniest moments in the first Doctor Strange movie with like him like. W- it's like he learns who Beyonce is, right? Some, there was some Beyonce oh, he, he, I don't he pretends, what it was. He pretends not to know who Beyonce is. Ah, oh, good. Okay. And then yeah. later he's like got his headphones in. He's listening to single ladies in the in the library. Yeah. That's, that's pretty clutch. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was like the start of it. I think people just really liked his energy in that movie. He was like, some, like one of the bright spots in, a, in an otherwise like – a movie I like, but an otherwise like pretty like generic MCU movie, like and and kind of like a bummer kind of movie, like not <laughs> sure. you know, yeah, just you know, not not like a fun. It's not a fun one, right? Yeah, you know? I like a lot of stuff in that movie, but it's yeah. not one that like really gets you amped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for you... the except for the post credit scene that will never get paid off. Apparently, sure. Um, I don't... The too many if... sorcerers. Thing, oh man! Yeah. If you've so got a good. if you've got a friend who like I don't know I think the MCU is pretty bullshit. I'm like, dude, sit down. We're watching Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is one of my favorite ones. That's pretty good. Yeah. Flagship uh, movie. <laughs> I uh, and speaking of like casual, I, I think um, maybe it's the being like a trained British actor and just like coming from the theater or whatever. But like Cumberbatch is a really good utility player in the MCU. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, I feel, I feel like that's a man who's done some rep theater where he just had to like come in, learn a play in two weeks, and mm-hmm. get up there and help out, and then I got another one to memorize tomorrow. Type For sure. Well, I mean, speaking speaking of that, he literally, like, so, so Tom Holland shoots Uncharted and then 
the next day, wraps Uncharted, and then flies to Atlanta to start shooting this. Oh. Um, like 24 hours. Uh, oh he goes from being Nathan Drake to Peter Parker. Um, and, and then shooting this movie... Uh, uh, they they backloaded all of Benedict Cumberbatch's stuff in this movie, um, of in the shoot schedule, so that he when he wrapped, he flew a plane to London, started shooting Multiverse of Madness. Whoa! Yeah, Whew. so it's crazy. Yeah, um, I also just think he is uh, uh, finding himself. Uh, I think he really likes these movies where he gets to be like a uh, 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 like a co star. And like not the lead because I think that he's like he's like I mean they really tried to make me happen for a while and it was exhausting and so I think anytime he's just like yeah no I just show up and I I do a few scenes and everybody loves it like that's great I think you know nobody's complaining about me I don't need to be one on the call sheet it's yeah. fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. put yeah. the spotlight over there and I'll spruce up the joint yeah, yeah. I remember reading <laughs> in like. It. Esquire or GQ, one of those magazines. It was like a profile of Tom Holland. And um, he was like on the set of Infinity War Endgame. And he was like, Wes Benedict. And like, oh, he's not. That's he, he, he shot his close ups and he's only going to use a double. Like anytime you don't see Benedict Cumberbatch's face in those movies, it's, it's a double. Right. And Tom Holland was like, I didn't know that was something you could do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <wow>. no! <laughs> File that one away for later. Hardworking kid. Yeah. yeah, bless. So uh, bless we have the whole thing. Seen. So this was a. I remember this was the trailer. This was like all you got at first. Um, yeah, was like this is a movie about Peter making a a, a crummy wish and messing it up in classic yeah. Peter Parker style. And mm-hmm. so the logistics of this wish were like really dissected, and like you know, discussed on the internet of like, Oh, it's strange being reckless or whatever, or like, Oh, right. we shouldn't look. Cause there's like takes and lines that weren't used in the trailer. Like Wong being like, don't, don't you use that spell, Steven. But <laughs> right. in the actual movie itself, I kind of get where everyone's coming from. I think it all yeah. plays pretty logically. Yeah. Right. Um, and <laughs> this is also, this is where it started. Was this? No, no, this is not where it started. It started in WandaVision, but it continued here. The Mephisto. Hashtag Mephisto. Oh man! Sure, everybody. Everything's Mephisto. Everything. Hashtag everything. Oh, that's that's really Mephisto. That was Mephisto. Um. Yeah. 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 People are harsh on the spell tampering bit. Um. But I I think the function of the scene feels very classic Spidey and Strange. Like, oh, a a a fuck up that happened. Uh. You know, that's that's spun out of a uh, uh, an organic need to try to do something good on Mm -hmm. Spidey's part, and maybe. Maybe Stephen being a little too arrogant about his ability, like that all yeah. that all feels very good to me. It's almost as if one it us being exposed to it too early that we that people could endlessly pick it apart ahead of time. Sure. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe they would do that, and maybe maybe clean up the dialogue a little bit more in it because it's almost or 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 directing thing where. It almost feels as if on the page you want these things to spin out fast and organically of the sort of like, oh, this thing has happened. Well, wait a second. Wait, nobody's going to know? Somebody should know. Wait, hang on, hang on. Like, that should just spill out of him very quickly. And it's almost like we have a little bit too much time to hear him add more stuff to the spell. Mm -hmm. But all of the stuff on the page works fine for me. 
I yeah. I like him adding the stuff because you can because of how the process the the like technical process of him adding the elements to the spell and pulling the things off and you know you see it happening mm-hmm. right you see strange building the spell and you see how it's getting out of control i think it connects in my brain better to be like oh this isn't just nonsense like he he is technically doing something yeah and and peter keeps complicating it to the extent that it's getting out of control but it's not like instantaneously it is like with each step it's becoming harder and harder for him to handle the spell and it gets out of control from there and so like you see why he thought he could get away with doing it. Yeah. But then, like, because of Peter's meddling with it, it gets out of his control right. and, and, and gets beyond, like, the, his depth as a sorcerer. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just want to see him struggle with the spinning plates quicker. But <laughs> maybe that's just, like, a very <laughs> personal thing on my part where, yeah, yeah, yeah mess him up more. Because <laughs> he even tells Wong, it's like, Wong, we've done this spell for dumber reasons than, like... Helping our friend Peter out of a jam, like hasn't totally. the, yeah. hasn't the kid been through enough? And and I think what does it is when Peter's like, look, just everybody that already knew that I was Spider Man still knows that I'm Spider Man. And then you know, I I think this was before we all started, you know, learning about like Chat GPT and generative AI. <laughs> and <laughs> oh no, oh that is what this scene is. <laughs> uh, yikes! The, you put it into the prompt, and the prompt's like, okay, everybody who knows who Peter Parker is, Spider Man is now coming. And oh my like, god, it's just a chat GPT prompt. Chat That's what the spell is. Gross. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, we wouldn't notice. That's why it sucks. Uh, <laughs> That's why it doesn't work. Put, put the cinema sins noise in there. Uh, <laughs> you know, if if uh if uh 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 what is his name? What's the the, the, the villain, the too many sorcerers villain? What's oh uh, I keep wanting uh, to say Baron Zemo and that's the other guy. Chuatelli Joe for yeah. yeah, well, but his, ca- yeah. his character, <laughs> the sorcerer, Z- Zord, Zordo, Z- no. it's like Mordo, 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 yeah, yeah, Mordo. yeah, yeah. Bar- yeah Mordo, yeah. So like, First if Mordo try. was there, like he would just be like, be like, see, this is the problem. This is why you're not a good sorcerer. Mm-hmm. It's about artistry. It's about creative <laughs> people doing things. <laughs> just type you can't in. Just take. You can't just take prompts from this kid <laughs> and think that you can do this. You disgust me, Stephen. <laughs> it's not magic. <laughs> um, so he gets. Oh, I mean, and, and then the joke of like, "Look, man, I'm I'm sorry, Peter. If you look, if if you already called MIT and you asked him to reconsider, and he's like, "What? Yeah, you you called them, right? And like made an appeal, like appealed your case? And like, no, I just you went directly to me. You went straight to the sorcerer." <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I got the paper. It said I couldn't go. I just took it at face value. <laughs> and I, right. I was watching that, and I was like, this is exactly what Nick would have done. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty Nick would, just, <laughs> uh, Nick would have just gotten the letter and just been like, yeah, I guess I'm not going to MIT. Uh, what a bummer. Scott, fix it. <laughs> help. Help. <laughs> I broke it. Yeah. I don't know how I broke it. <laughs> Yeah, a very relatable moment for old Peter yeah. Peter Peter the Parker. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, and Cumberbatch kind of lays down some thematic work where he's like, "Look, man, like the problem isn't like Mysterio; it's you wanting to have it both ways. It's mm. you trying to lead this double life." And we'll see how that movie carries through with that. If that is kind of like what the movie's really about, um, 
but he so he was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I could just I could just I could just make an appeal. So he finds uh, he calls Flash and uh, agrees to to tell everyone that he's his best friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he's at a fake green screen college mixer party. Oh, speaking of which, we we missed out on the, the my favorite bit of Flash, like the most Flash Thompson thing to ever Flash Thompson, which is when he busts into the into the donut uh, shop, going like <laughs> singing no, the Beastie Boys, "Sleep, Please. tell Boston, tell Boston, <laughs> right?" And I'm just like, man, that is that is Ugh. the most Flash Thompson. Like, I just want to see uh, jo- Joey Mag show up and do the exact same thing, <laughs> bro. We're going to MIT. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to that mixer neither. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't go to that mixer. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Zach. Yeah, at one point, uh, we've we've talked about yeah how how these, these movies really missed out on college Joey Mags. Boy, howdy! What what a perfect ground for that slab of meat, man. That would have been great. <sighs> like big, yeah. big man on campus, Flash Thompson. Put. <laughs> Mid two thousands, Joey Manganello in a in a Letterman's jacket, and oh man, it's yeah. funny. Like Text as as boy. Peter is as Peter's life is becoming more and more garbage. You just keep cutting back to Flash, and he's just like, "Hey, look, I got a scholar. Everything's working out. Everything's great." <laughs> yeah, oh, that's delightful. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> we get the from Flash. He gets the information yes. of the the Chamberlain to appeal to. Right, and yeah. that she just left the party and is heading to the airport or something right. like that. He, find, um, he somehow finds her car. Amazing. Something, something else that I that was kind of that I pointed out a lot as a criticism, but I think the movie does a good job of uh, explaining is like so he's in his like you know beautiful far from home like Steve Ditko suit and <sighs> in the movie and it gets splashed with green paint by the Mysterio Forever guy <laughs> who keeps showing up. Yeah. yeah, he's also the guy that threw the brick through the through their window. Um, what a jerk! You just you yeah. just hear this guy just shouting Mysterio forever. <laughs> no, I I respect the like unspoken runner throughout of like Bosco suit gets hit by the green paint, can't get rid of the green paint. I have to wear it inside out. Eventually, May cleans it, and then all the other stuff happens, and I'm gonna add stuff to the suit. I respect it. Yeah, I just think it's I just. I just want to see the nice suit, man. Like, <laughs> no, for sure. We just so rarely get to see him wear a Spidey suit that yeah. looks like Spider-Man. I think they, they, they needed to use... I mean, they needed the nanotech suit for how he beat Doc Ock. Yeah. You know? I was going to say, that's what I really appreciated for the first time watching it this way. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess... Because at the time, it was like, oh, of course he's wearing his Iron Spider suit. Little baby <laughs> Iron Man Junior Boy. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, oh, it it's has CGI to be... CGI suit time. Of course, because it's like, oh, you know, he doesn't even put it on anymore. He just like, but I'm like, ah, but if he hadn't, if it hadn't been that suit, it wouldn't have gotten on Ox tentacle, and then he wouldn't have. So, and it yeah. wouldn't have spontaneously unmasked him, so that he could have seen that it was not right. the right Peter. Set up some payoffs, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're in there. Like, yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah. And Props hey, are- and hey, we I think we can all agree it's nice that we'll never see that suit again. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, Do yeah. you think uh, not to skip ahead because like he uh, at one point Otto gives him back the nanobites and it becomes like a hybrid of the Iron Spider and his Far From Home suit and yeah, gross. Part yeah, <laughs> gr- gr- gross is right, but part of me is like I I wonder if that's so they could differentiate him a little more clearly in the finale. 
Oh, yeah. Those, oh, sure yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. The goal. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, as much as I wanted to see all our boys in red and blue, yeah. uh, they, they wanted us to be able to differentiate them at a glance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, uh, so we so get he's wearing the uh, suit. He wearing the suit. He meets that uh, that lady everyone thought was going to play MJ's mom for a while. Oh yeah, God, rumor that, mill. That kept, that, yeah, God, I love the rumor mill. Um, <laughs> I, there, there's something I noticed this time where uh, he was like, he was like, uh, he says, he says something like, um, you know. I don't want. I just don't want MIT to make a dumb decision. He's or or be dumb. And she was like, "You think MIT is dumb?" He was like, "No, I don't want it to be dumb by making a bad decision." And like explains it like and the then, way I was dumb. If I wouldn't <laughs> stop them from yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then he he finished his explanation and he looks down at her and just smiles. And I'm like. That's the most Tobey Maguire he has ever looked. Yes! Because yes! he just has this, like, dumb guy <laughs> smile <laughs> on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. He does good with the sciences, but boy, howdy. Yeah. 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 I Did you guys watch the uh, the version with bonus material added of this? I never have. No, I I've looked, never seen it. I looked up all of the bonus material. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I have not watched that version. I didn't realize that's what I rented today. Oh, uh, wow. So, yeah. And it did, there's not a lot. But yeah. I did notice in this, I was like, what the heck's going on? I did notice they had an extra beat with the cha- Chamberlain lady or whatever her title at uh, the school is. In the car where she's reading Flash's book, <laughs> they just have like a little beat in there where she's like, hmm. like "Well, well, she probably got he probably gave her a copy at of the it, mixer, at the, at the mixer, and that's why uh-huh. he knows because he talked to her a bit, and on her way out the door, he gave her the book, and that's why he knows she's going to the airport or right. something, yeah, right. But she just has some time alone with Flash's book. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of like more game gamey gamey stuff of like New York knows who Spider Man is now, right? Is that kind of what's uh, sure, bud? Yeah, I don't. I that is this is literally one of the only moments I could tell it was a different cut of the movie. Oh. I know, I know his brother plays uh, a thief that he apprehends. I think like a bicycle like an extended, thief, right? The bicycle yeah, thief, bicycle yeah. thief. It's like an extended bit from when he gets the paint. Yeah, on didn't him, see that. Right? Yeah, didn't see that in yeah. it. But maybe oh, it went yeah. by fast. Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, there's <laughs> a big fight with a octopus man happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get uh, a, a slightly, slightly de-aged Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Um, to make him look more 2004-ish. And, yeah. you know, this is a really cool sequence. There's some really cool stuff and cool physics and, like, you know, him dodging, you know, zipping under a tentacle at just the right time. And, like, there, yeah. there's an attempt. It's valiant. But I did just watch Spider-Man 2, like, a month ago. <sighs> <laughs> and and I'm just like, oh, this is this isn't this isn't the juice. It's not the real McCoy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I the bit I liked from it was when there's like a helicopter involved. Like he's like holding Spider Man. He's gonna like use the rotor from the helicopter. Like I was like, yeah. oh, that's innovative. But it's certainly not the most dynamic superhero fight that's ever been put on screen before. So For sure, that's always gonna fall short. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of Marvel fights on uh, concrete. <laughs> <laughs> And this is another one. Anonymous converted <laughs> parking lots in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And like I wouldn't I, I'm normally not this guy, but it's 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 I mean it's literally Spider Man fighting Alfred Molina as Doctor Octopus. So like Yeah. Yeah. It's too, you can see it. You can just see it. Yeah. yeah. But Molina um, is Molina's selling it, which is what he always does. And we talked yeah. about that years and years ago on oh, yeah. Spider Man Minute that like there's this special juice that Molina has where he believes the ridiculous stuff enough for both of us 
So mm-hmm. we buy in fully with the tentacles and the throwing and all that sort of stuff. And he's yeah. just, he's right back in it. It was wonderful to see him. It was so I, good. I should have killed your girlfriend when I had the chance. What'd you what? say? What did you fucking say? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then, and then I like the bit where he, he's, he, he pops out the, the Oswalds or whatever, whatever, you, Waldos, whatever you call those things. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and Doc Ock is like, well, like talks to his arms. Like, oh, it looks like we got competition. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, My boy's back. <laughs> oh, he's in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, I just love I love how casual he's just like, wow, this is a pretty good it's a pretty good suit, huh? Like <laughs> like he's just like cuz he thinks that this is this is Toby Maguire's Peter. He's just like, wow, he just you really upgraded. I, he I, thought he did this I, in a day. Yeah, like I, I should be flattered. I mean, you know, you did all this for me? Like <laughs> nanotechnology, huh, Peter? Wow. I'm yeah. impressed. That, that dude, the dude, say, who, the dude who repairs his bike next to an open window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say <laughs> with the wheel they keep yeah. bouncing. Uh, uh, I will say um in terms of like, you know, the criticism of this of this little fight and and mm. the cinema of it. Yeah. Um I will say it is cool that it's both on top of and under the bridge. Yeah. Like, yeah. They sure. they utilize both at like both both parts of it. Vertical space. Vertical you space. See it. Uh, yeah, you sure do. Yeah. Um and he gets uh, the nanotech helps him uh, end the fight by controlling the arms yeah. and uh, so new device detected. Down. I new will de- say this. <laughs> I will say this about Alfred Molina, which is that like I love him in Spider Man too. Um, I think that he might even be better in this movie because Whoa. he gets to play. He gets to play aspects of Doctor Octopus from the comics that he never got to play mm. in that movie, mm-hmm. which is frustrated (laughs) dr octopus is always frustrated and the bits where he's like he's like trying to punch spider-man and he's like not letting him move because he's like ah i got you got your arms (laughs) that is that is like so like fun dr octopus shit that we never got in spider-man 2 yeah um because he's so capable the whole time in spider-man 2 right yeah that he doesn't get to really be like Stuck and frustrated and yeah. useless party, all that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, we tire of your questions, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, it's so good. Oh man, oh um, man. That that bit is my like when he first takes control of the arms is is a favorite bit, and then later when he's like trying to install the thing on his head, and he's yes. just like, no, you don't. You don't know. You can't know. And he just like he's just he's so angry and indignant, and it's the best. <laughs> oh uh, man, uh, yeah. Lena. Yeah, he's Holland even uh, he even calls it out at one point when he's like, "Oh yeah," and that's you know this trip is why he's so miserable all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so that we get to play a more heroic version later. Fun stuff for him. You gotta yeah. you gotta give people scenery to chew. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think a note that I had is I think a, a key to this movie working as well as it does is whether it's the screenwriters or John Watts or Tom Holland, but this movie loves these villains. Mm. I I think too, you know, speaking of that aspect of like, I think Alfred Molina is is getting to do a lot more fun stuff mm-hmm. as Doc Ock in this movie, and I think he might even be better in this movie than in Spider Man Two. I kind of feel like that across the board. 
the whole lot of them. And it mm. makes me wonder, it makes me wonder like, oh, is this why actors like working for Marvel? Because like they do get to like have fun and feel like they're like acting and it's not just like acting around like stunts and things because mm. everything is done in post in Marvel. <laughs> It's easier as an actor, as a performer. Interesting. You know? And I, is... I wonder if, if that's why you're getting so much juice out of them in this movie. Yeah. There is a I quote. Know. I can't remember what magazine it was, but it was Alfred Molina being interviewed about this movie. And he, they were like, so, you know, like, nothing, nothing, but, you know, you're a little older than you were in 04. And that was, you know, the behind the scenes stuff. You had the huge practical tentacles and it was really physically exhausting. What, what was it like returning to that? He's like, oh, it was, a, it, was a, it was a breeze. I loved it. It was so easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just put me in a little thing that spins me around, and they do it all later. Yeah, yeah. and you just have to sell. Yeah, it. you know. I, I mean, uh, like I get, like I get. You know me. I love a practical effect, mm-hmm. and I love the effects of those original Spider-Man movies. But mm-hmm. from a actor performer standpoint, I you can't tell me that these guys aren't all having an absolute fucking blast. Like yeah. I, I feel like even Thomas Hayden Church and and Rice Iffins. Like they agreed to do this like begrudgingly, and then it feels like they're in the booth and they're just having the time of their lives. You know, <laughs> no way. Especially Rice Evans. No way. Yeah, yeah. Rice Evans is killing it in this movie. He's so good. The only thing I'm upset about is that he doesn't get to wear a lab coat. Like I wish. I, that's what I was hoping for too. I yeah. was. I wish he was wearing a lab coat the entire movie. It's just like walking around the condo wearing a lab coat, <laughs> doing sciencey stuff. So, and yeah, and then on that, you know, so we get the goblin, we got the pumpkin bomb, uh, right. but then Doctor Strange saves the day and sends, they are in the Undercroft, no, no, they're in that, like, weird catacomby area. Yeah. Um, uh, Doctor Strange is like, yeah, welcome to the party, I already caught this fucking dude in the sewers, like a lizard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I, I love this bit, uh, you know, one of, one of my favorite things that Marvel, the, the MCU does, is uh, they introduce games into the into the thing yeah where they're like okay um we're we're about 40 minutes into the movie we're gonna introduce a game here's a thing that we're gonna give you and you just shoot the guys and then they go in the bucket um right and and we're we're gonna play this game now for a little yeah. while right uh, yeah. and then it'll be over and we'll move on to another game but we're gonna play this game for like 20 minutes yeah then we'll be keep away with the square thing it's yeah fine. it's yeah. so fun yeah. i don't know <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I, I could have dropped this note anywhere, but I'll say it now because it was kind of like a. So we get, I think, during this part, we get the much maligned. Um, who, who, who are you again, Doctor Otto Octavius? Oh, the Otto. Um, yes. g- giggle, giggle, snicker, snicker, snicker. And yes. you know, um, one thing I've, because I, I, I have been critical of that moment in podcasts over the years. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I'll do it again right now. I'll do it again, <laughs> and I'm going to. <laughs> and so. These movies, one thing I've, I've, you know, watching them in a row like we have is though the Watts trilogy has always taken the piss. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's opening Far From Home with a shitty PowerPoint presentation of everyone who died in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and like and they're kind of taking the piss out of these villains in a really loving way. Like, you know, yeah, you got to be careful where you fall, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think what rankles me because I'm I like I'm not as like upset about this line as like mm. some people who put angry thumbnails on YouTube videos are, uh, <laughs> but it does bug me. And I think what why it rankles more specifically than some of those other ones for me at least is a moment of like wow yeah you gotta that'll do it you gotta watch where you fall is 
uh, embracing it in a fun way. Mm-hmm. And it is, to a certain degree, inviting you to play along. It's adding it's adding a level of, like, mundanity to it. Like, it's a mundane thing. It's like, like, oh, yeah, oh, I relate to that. Yeah, yeah all that yeah, happened well, to me. You gotta look out where you uh, fall. This is a yeah. silly thing, but you do gotta, I mean, yeah. that'll do it, about a reactor. Whereas <laughs> yeah. these children just laughing at his name mm-hmm. is not... It's it's like I kind of long for the approaches where make me buy in rather than just make fun. Yeah, and sure. If you guys just rewatched Raimi's, you know, I'm sure you you called out the moment where they talk about Otto's name in that one, where there's just a bit of like, oh, guy named Otto Octavius ends up with eight limbs. What are the odds? And they go <laughs> yeah. into Doctor Strange naming things and stuff like that, where pretty good, but it's taken. Like that energy of yeah, this is a little ridiculous, but. We're in it. We're we're buy into it with us. Uh, yeah. We live in this world where people have the same initial for both names, and somebody's going to go in the corner and build a sun. It's fine. It's cool, <laughs> even. Yeah. And this just it took me out of it in a way that felt wrong. But whatever. For it's, sure. It's two seconds out of a giant movie. That's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and um, it's also it's in a, it's in a world where people are have names like Pepper Potts and Happy Hogan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like what is weirder than Happy Hogan? Yeah, How's Otto. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, a- absolutely. And it, it almost it almost just sounds like they're laughing at like a foreigner's name. Oh, like, no, maybe. Yeah, yeah like, it's like at that level where you're like, oh, Otto Octavius. I was like, well, maybe that's kind of a normal name in, you know, like wherever his family's from. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? Why are you? <laughs> Peter um, Parker. Like, you can even be like, like, if, even if you wanted to make fun of it, do something more clever than just giggling like little kids at it. Like, say something like, oh, I, I think I built one of those from, uh, from uh, well, <laughs> Legos. Is, or, uh, or No, no. What is the. I don't the, know what's the Swiss, happening. The Swiss. Uh, Oh, Ikea. Oh, Ikea. Oh, oh, Ikea. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. At least okay. that's a joke. Yeah, at yes. least that's a joke. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't say it properly because <laughs> um, I'm a writer, not a performer. But, uh, uh, yeah, like, you know, oh, Otto Octavius, I think I built one of those from Ikea. Like, that's a joke. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. something. Mm-hmm. You're making fun of it, but you're not just like, you're not making fun of it in like a way that just feels like mean to comics, I guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It, it feels it feels like a person like finally like Stan Lee's gone so like let's make fun of the things that he created right um, right yeah and that, it just doesn't it feels gross yeah it's it's a bum no it's definitely not as I think some people think of it as like emblematic of like a disdain that the people who make these yeah. movies have for everything no. I just think it's a bum no yeah but you know yeah. people are gonna blow things up to big <laughs> yeah well uh, let's let's talk about uh, uh, the reintroduction of, of Jamie Foxx and Thomas Hayden Church because I think that's what happens next right yeah inside yeah. Spidey suit and electric stuff yeah. I was the happiest little boy at the cinema <laughs> when <laughs> For like a beat, for one second, they bring back electro dubstep powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sure first did. time he zaps, there's yeah. the yeah. damn down. Yeah, um, Peter, so... it's me, it's Flint. <laughs> so I know the real answer is uh, it doesn't matter. Jamie Fox didn't want to be in blue paint anymore. Like. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, just let him be whatever. He wants or to with be. the comb this over is, and the and yeah the, and the teeth the, the, or whatever. The, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, none of that shit. Uh, just let him just just let him do whatever. This, this is what we should have had to begin with. So like whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Like that. I know that's the real answer, but I like to think that because he became pure energy before he died, that's what traveled 
through the multiverse was just pure energy. Mm. And then he possessed his other self from this universe. And that's why he looks the way that he looks and acts the way that he looks. And so Max in MCU land is also Jamie Foxx. Worked out a lot. Yeah, Yeah. 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 I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read as many comics as either of you, but I do think going back to what Scott said about Molina getting to be like a even more comic accurate Doc Ock than yeah. Spider Man Two. Yeah. This is like low level hood, just trying to make a living, blue collar criminal Max Dillon. Hell yeah! Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's the best. I almost I would love to like see the scene before he before he gets the multiverse pure energy or something. Uh, oh, oh yeah, like what man. was he doing? You know, like yeah, was what was he like... up to that night? Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. we uh, we talked about this in our Amazing Spider-Man two coverage, but uh, I just want to mention because they they reiterate it over and over again in this movie, <clears throat> which they're like, "How did you get your powers?" He's like, "I fell, fell into a tank of electric eels," and it's just so funny because <laughs> electric eels aren't even real electric. They're not. There's no electricity <laughs> in electric eels. They just zap people. Like they sting them, like yeah, like like a jellyfish. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, I didn't even know that. They're, no, yeah. and they <laughs> and they and they glow, but not electricity. It's like bio luminescence. Bioluminescence. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing electric about electric eels, and yet somehow he got the power of electricity by falling into a vat of electric <laughs> eels, well. and they they just talk about it over <laughs> and over again, and it's so funny, <laughs> like. There's something to call out in the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Heels uh, are electric. Uh-huh. Yeah. Electric heels. Yeah, it's, it's a misnomer, actually. Yeah. That would be a, a, a silly Peter Parker thing to throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the sequence is all right with, with you know, night. Well, then how the hell did I become this? And everyone's like, I don't know. I don't know. Was <laughs> and the- they just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some electricity in there. I don't know. Um, the, the sequence where we have uh, nighttime track down Electro. Oh, I can't shoot him with the web thing. Uh oh, I need help from Sandman. Is interesting in and of itself. I, you know, I think it's reasonably well um, uh, uh, staged, staged with yeah. the with the the video assist on the suit and stuff like that. That's all fun. I just. Boy, I hate looking at that inside-out suit. It's the worst thing oh, ever. Yeah. It's so ugly. I hate it <laughs> no. so much. I mean, if you're ranking all the suits, it is dead last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even make- As cute as it is having the, the yeah, duct having, tape, having the duct tape phone on his yeah. chest, like you could have taped it on a Spider-Man suit that looks like Spider-Man. You could have <laughs> yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to to why to make a toy nobody wants. Is that what the yeah. point of it? We needed at least yeah. three different Spider-Man suits for him to wear in this movie. Presumably. What is this? How did he? You can't turn your shoes inside. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> oh, anyway. that's true. No, I, no. Yeah. As as a cosplay artist, I'm sure that like just <laughs> yeah. it's not what it looks like. Know, when you turn it inside out. Yeah, yeah, it was just like they just like skate past the logics of some of the suits sometimes, and I'm fine with all these future mm-hmm. tech suits and all that. Yeah. I've been on both sides of. It. I've been on like. I've been the guy in his apartment trying to make this for myself so I can go to an event, and I've also been the guy working in an actual like FX shop building it for the movies. Like I've seen all the versions of making these suits, and you do have to let go suspension disbelief and all sorts of different things. But I just I've never in my life seen a shoe that you can turn inside out and somehow <laughs> still wear as a shoe. I don't buy it. I don't. And it's ugly and I'm sorry. But um, And it led to a lot of more speculation because people thought that was going to be like a magic suit or like a suit that Dr. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because they saw the thing. The, yeah. yeah, he had the thing the on, his, on, his, on his arm and they 
they're like, oh. <sighs> Too much, it's a man. magic suit. Too... Doctor Strange is going to give him a magic suit. <laughs> then that'll be the whole movie is him in the magic suit. <laughs> Magic suit, a magic wish, and then a magic suit. Any, any Spider-Man's any magic on. wish. <laughs> uh, how do we get out of this scene? How do they end back so, up? In, uh, well, he captures Sandman, or he captures Electro, and Sandman's nice. like, "Whoa, dude, did you kill him? Are you going to kill me? I trusted you, man. I thought we were bro. You're not even my Peter. What the hell? Uh, sorry." And he thwips Flint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's, there's but that's after the game, after they the send the tree back first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the tree, <laughs> and then we get to we we get some great jokes in this of yeah. like so like they they he he goes back to the sanctum and the lizard's like yes and soon we will launch and Spider Man's like okay a didn't know you could talk B. <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, Rice Evans is killing it <laughs> like in this movie where, where he's like he, he was like I uh, uh, Electro's like I, yeah I, I feel like I I've, I've become like a better person he's like I could have made you a better person by turning me a lizard by turning <laughs> me into <laughs> a lizard <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I could have given you a makeover. I just, yeah, I just, I love how he's so excited. Yes, <laughs> another improvement on 2012 is like really, yeah. yeah, but honoring it too. Like that was his plan, but like making making it fun. There's yeah. a glee with it, yeah, that well, is delightful. Well, it's like what we talked about in Amazing Spider-Man too, or in the first Amazing Spider-Man. They cut out all of the stuff. About why he wanted to turn the city into lizards, yeah. which was lizard lizard families stay together, and his wife and his kid ran out on him. So if he turns the whole city into lizards, they'll come back to him. It's not great, but, but, it's, but it's something. But, it, but it's something. Yeah. And instead, because they cut all of that out, he's just like a crazy person who wants to turn the city into a lizard for no reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they took that and then they just canonized it and we're like yeah no he's just a crazy guy who wants to turn everybody into a lizard (laughs) (laughs) it's the best there's no deleted scenes they just have to make sense out of what's there what's there yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lizard families stick together they're much like sullies in that way um (laughs) (laughs) and there's not a lot of glee by turning you into a lizard so it's good that's true to get that and and yeah and, and, and i mean yeah jamie fox is having a ball Playing mm-hmm. this like more casual version, he gets some of the movie's best lines. Um, Just a tree, man. Yeah. Just a tree. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good. And, People um, had fun. Oh, and so uh, Norman, we get yes. the return of Norman Osborn, and he has his Spider-Man No More moment, where he shatters his mask in an alley. Um, in an alley. In an alley. I don't. I don't really know why that had to be a CGI mask, but. He sure did it. He sure he sure did it. I know it's hard to make suits. I just like seeing suits. It's no, fine. Sorry, no, I'll let it go. And this it's is iconic. my last time I will complain. I'll have one other time I complain about suits. But this is the last time Ooh. I'll complain about about suits not being physical suits. I just excited, it's yeah. Norman Osborn talking to the mask. I feel like you can just just make him a mask just once. <laughs> okay, dumb. Um, but yeah, like coward i was like oh man we're doing we're doing it yeah now we're in it and then i want to be there and i'm uh, there but. i all i think about when i see this movie is the fact that like two years before this movie came out in like 2019 i was working at arclight and arclight for those of you who don't know big theater in los angeles doesn't really exist rest anymore. in peace rest in peace yes yeah. um uh and they used to do Q and A's for like everything, basically. Um, uh, not a lot of the blockbusters, but a lot of the art 
arty films. And Willem Dafoe was in this movie um, about uh, the the painter. Uh, oh, um, Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, Vincent Van Gogh. But what was the what was the I don't know what the movie was. It's called anyway, he Golden played Golden Leaves a, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played Vincent Van Gogh in a movie. He did a Q and A, and I was like, "It's Willem Dafoe." Like we were in, like we were like recording Spider Man Three, I think, around this time. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I was like, "Oh, I gotta go! I gotta go see Willem <laughs> Dafoe. This is crazy. He's gonna be in 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 person." So I went into the theater. Like I, I wasn't in charge of that Q and A, but I like went and watched it anyway. And he was out. He was in there, and. People were like asking him like questions, you know, about the movie, but then like people inevitably would be like, so like, you know, what, you know, what, what is your favorite performance and blah, blah, blah. And, um, at one point he was like, he was like, well, I, uh, you know, I think my best performance was like this movie and, and, and maybe this movie. He's like, but my favorite, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta say it was Spider-Man. You know, I just. <laughs> I love that movie. And I think about that all the time. <laughs> I just think about Willem <laughs> Dafoe at a Q&A just out of nowhere bringing up Spider-Man <laughs> and making my life that week. <laughs> and just saying, like, oh, that's a great movie. Have you all seen that movie? I love Have that movie. Have you seen movie. that Spider-Man movie? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> and then the fact that he, like, not like a year later probably got the call to be like, hey, you want to come back and play Norman Osborn again? And just knowing how much, like he loved that movie that 20 years later, he was bringing it up at a Q and a for a movie where he was playing <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, beautiful. he, I'm sure you guys talk about it extensively, but he really had the best business to do in that movie. Yeah. That whole bit with the mirror. I mean, that is chef's kiss, fun actor stuff to like, Oh, and I'm, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to do, a, I'll, I'll transform in the middle of the shot. I'll yeah. transform into the other guy. And, uh, Oh, it'll be so fun. Like, we oh we talked gosh. about it. It came out six months before two towers. They, he beat, he beat, he beat Gollum to he it. Beat Gollum. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I have a lot to say about Defoe and Norman, especially when we get to, uh, his turn. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have a note ships. here that just says Willem de goat. <laughs> yes. Willem de goat. Yeah, yeah, I think there is this. Yeah. Uh, Pat Willems had like has like a uh, a letterbox review that I, I just read today, so I remembered it. Of like, yeah, Kevin Feige finally realized that uh, Defoe was the best villain Marvel ever had, and was like, "Fuck it, just bring him back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's good. Uh, um, so he he finds his way in uh, Feast at the offices for Feast, and mm-hmm. Aunt May mm-hmm. is like, "Hey, Peter, get down here!" And so he leaves the Sanctum to go visit, and you know. It's like, it's so, you know, people can be so cynical about these movies and like how they're the death of cinema or like, it's just like, oh, my favorite actors are going to like, you know, Florence Pugh is like selling out and cashing out or whatever. But like, you look at, you look at Defoe and Tomei and Holland and and that scene where he's just like a scared dude who's like, there was another person in my home. Like my son did Oscorp doesn't exist. And like, yeah. It's your heart, your heart, everyone's heart, heart breaks for him in that moment. Yeah. And Tomei does a great job like laying foundation or spine for the back half of the movie there where she's just, she reorients him in that moment. And she's like, no, 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 look, look around here. This this is what we do. We help people in need. Really good yeah. stuff. And that's yeah, you she, get, like, you get it's not really about strong... comic book stuff at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You get a really strong sense of what she's like as a parent. Mm hmm. Um, which mm-hmm. you never really get with any of the other Aunt Mays, no. I would say. Yeah, yeah, because it's she's more hands on. Yeah, 
you know, yeah, there's this moment. Yeah. Elderly. <laughs> <laughs> well, she like, uh, it's very maternal the way she challenges Peter of like, not your responsibility. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, what is that? That's not how I raised you. Like, this right, is a person right, right. in need. Like we're Oh, is this is this best for them or is it best for you, buddy? Yeah. I need you to I need you to explain it to me right now. Like that is that's good stuff. That's good stuff. It's good. It's really good. Um I also love in that scene that when Peter shows up and Norman looks at him and she's like, Oh, here's here he is, here's Peter and he she's he's like, You're Peter? <laughs> <laughs> And he's just so <laughs> confused because he thought he was going to see a familiar face. Yeah. He doesn't. It was the one person he could think of. I, I saw an ad that Spider-Man was in. And they said he was here, so I came here. Yeah. Oh, Peter. And he was expecting he was expecting Toby. Yeah. Wow. There's also a part of me that wonders if the goblin wasn't driving that car uh, the whole time. Maybe. And if it had been Toby, he would have just snapped right into goblin mode. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But because it's not, he's like, okay, let's see how this plays out. (laughs) Yeah, because the whole time he's behind the eyes, he says. Right. Like, just watching it all. Like, I can can take over anytime I want, but I'm just going to let this play out. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Willem Dafoe's really good in this movie, you guys. It's true. It's true. It's very true. (laughs) And also the subtlety of him wearing, like, you think that the Easter egg is that he's wearing a purple hoodie and a green like jacket, jacket yeah and you're like oh cute that's great and the way that that pays off later in the movie is absolutely <sighs> fucking bananas it's, really it's so good, good. <laughs> oh man the um, subtle like oh! setup for that payoff is so good so i know i was just talking about how it's so cool how this is like a totally straight scene and it really grounds the movie in a really human way that being mm-hmm. said the mcu nerd in me did clock that oscorp does not exist in the yeah. yeah period yes interesting yeah. Because there was, I mean, we we have spoken on it derisively, but there was a lot of speculation of who did purchase the Avengers Tower, who's right. the new owner of it, and a lot of people were saying it was Oscorp, but it straight up doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It was mm. Mephisto. Mm. It was Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens next? Peter goes they, back to the yeah the sanctum. Strange. They're yeah. all there, and Strange is like, "Cool, you know, bag him and tag him. Let's do it." And <laughs> Having just had that conversation with May, Peter's like, and then he learns like, oh my god, wait, they all, they all realize that they are going to their deaths for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. except you know. for Sandman, except for Sandman, <laughs> which is my biggest issue with Sandman being in this movie is that he breaks the rules of what everyone else is doing here, which yeah. is, yeah, you know that it's right before their death, but Sandman doesn't die. Um, yeah, I, I mean, unless we're, we're we are to believe that when he blows away in the wind, he was like offing himself at or, the end of Spider-Man. 3. Or is it supposed to be like right before the big Venom fight that they pulled him out, where he still thinks he's he's about to go into a big fight with Spidey and he might die? No, no, because no, he... he's like he's like he's like friends with Spider-Man at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's post. It's after their conversation, like after he's drifted away. Guys, I think this. This movie might not have really happened and people had to make it up. I think that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, it's the reason why, like, I I wish they could have found a cool angle on Topher Grace. Because I think he's the character that you want to redeem yeah, from Spider-Man 3. Yeah, and he s- so clearly fits in the, I know who Peter Parker is. I have a, Peter, a grudge against Peter Parker and I died. Right. that Like, he's... Three for three or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and just him being a sniveling little piece of shit, <laughs> like opposite all these like all these other guys. It's just I just think that that's 
like a lot of fun. Um, and on a meta know, level, just... so, something that the two of y'all talked about on Spider-Man Minute uh, that season, is, and we can even hear it in the behind the scenes in that for Spider-Man 3 and, and franchiseography. Topher uh, Grace, huge, huge Venom fan. Yes. And, like, loved playing yeah. Venom. And how cool would it have been to, for him to get his redemption shot? Yeah. 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 Yeah, anyway. I mean, I yeah, I wish that it had been a thing where it's just like, oh no, I just, I just hate like Toby Peter Parker. You're not that Peter Parker, so I have nothing against you. <laughs> hey, bro, um, what's up? I asked, I, I asked God Himself to kill the other guy, um, but you, I don't have anything wrong. I, I don't, I don't have any issues with you, yeah. um, and just like, you know, being a little, like a little piece of shit, like a little. <laughs> oh, a little, and then uh, the rematch saboteur. with him and Toby. Yes, exactly. But also like them coming to terms with each other could be really fun as well. And then going back and like being like the Venom that we all know, which is like the anti-hero Venom. Yeah. Like that's what he goes back to do, you know? Yeah. Really fun. The only thing I can think of is in terms of uh, like reading through the lines of what you described in the different uh, draft they did was the idea that they didn't want to step on the toes of what they wanted to do with the goblin here. Right, right. And is that literally just to a certain degree, look, if we have one character who fights Spider-Man like Spider-Man with Spider-Man's strength and agility and mm-hmm. is the, you know, mm-hmm. head and head, and we already have three Spider-Men who have Spider-Man powers, maybe we don't want to throw in a, another evil... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean, no, no. I, and, I, I, uh, I think you're absolutely right. It's just that... And Sandman yeah, has such cinematic San- powers, you know. Sandman? Yeah, and yeah. that as well. But, yeah. like, yeah, he just sticks out like a sore thumb to me because he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't, fit, he doesn't fit the game. No, for you sure. Know? He breaks yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. He, he breaks, breaks the game. The game. He, the game. Yeah. he sticks out like a sore thumb that's, that's not fully reconstituted, so it passes right through a little locket. No, a little locket. Floor of a reactor. <laughs> um, fun, fun story about, about uh, Sandman in this movie. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, him and the lizard are both fully just in post mm-hmm. um, with, with uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church and Rice Iffins just doing voiceover. But uh, the body double. On set for Sandman um, was uh, played uh, by uh, none other than uh, director John Watts. <laughs> really? Yeah. How fun. Oh, that's yeah. fun. I thought they going to say Sean yeah. Gunn. No, no, yeah, John, yeah. no. John Watts was just like on set being Sandman. Pulling um, an Ang Lee. Yeah, and he was he was doing <laughs> performance capture because he was like he was like, no, he walked like this. Like he moved like this. Mm. And, and they got they nailed his like way of movement totally yeah. yeah no no props to props to john i mean he he was he's he still got some of his old weird youtube videos up you know man used to <laughs> at, write and perform and things he's got he's got the chops sure. i love this generation of filmmakers like him and daniels were just all of their crazy youtube experiments are just like you can just watch yeah or sandberg yeah yeah, yeah. that's an interesting new wrinkle to I don't like like when I was a kid and the craziest thing ever was like getting a behind the scenes book of the making of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh, now I understand how some of these processes work. Yeah. Oh, my God. The equivalent of that is if Raimi told me directly how he did stuff and pointed it out. And here are my experiments when I was I mean, I guess you could look at Evil Dead like that. Never mind. Uh, but YouTube's <laughs> interesting. Done. No. Yeah. No, for sure. Like. Anyway, I was telling Scott, there's that crazy Karen Gillan got in trouble because she like brought her iPad onto the Guardians 3 set. <laughs> right, yeah. And like recorded this incredible video of just like the day-to-day making making one of those yeah. movies. Very yeah, charming. That was very fun. And w- once again, when people show 
like the day to day, like like see, it's it's a grind, just like any other job. I'm just like in La La Land, just like it's so romantic, it's beautiful. Like yeah. it just, <laughs> it's like like it, it's like it just feels so like yeah, romantic to me. Like yeah. the idea of like yeah. a writer's room and like that's going our to summer set camp. Every day. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing we dream of. Of like, oh, and you go in and everybody's in it together. We're all in the same space, yeah. and we got your little tense and our yeah it's you're yeah. doing you're filming the little silly things but then they're gonna make a good movie one day you know oh man yeah, yeah it's good and she i think she did show us uh, like about halfway through the video the anonymous parking lot that they shot this uh this big fight with Doug Hawkins. Sorry, yeah the famous set <laughs> it's a famous yeah. famous well, landmark in atlanta uh, <laughs> it's been wakanda it's been <laughs> new york been all kinds of it stuff. was an airport once. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> really cool. So uh, Spider-Man finally grasping the ramifications of the situation that he's put all these villains in, learning that you know he's going to be sending them to their deaths. But Doctor uh, Strange's insistence, you know, in the grand calculus of the multiverse, it, it doesn't matter, dude. Like people die every day, um, and Spider-Man's like, that's not very Spider-Man, dude. Yeah, that's he. Uh, yeah, that that's the thing. I mean, like, I just be like, see, motherfucker, that's why you're not Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you still think of the world like that. You can't be a fucking hero if that's how you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did what yeah. did Cap say? We don't we don't bargain lives or trade. Yeah. Lives. Yeah. 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 He's just Absolutely. literally just like acting like a CEO. Just be like, yeah, let's write off Batgirl. Who gives a shit? <sighs> I kind of I yeah. kind of wish that would play more into multiverse but i don't think it does unfortunately no like yeah because the all the swap schedules and the timing of it and all that yeah, yeah. and yeah. and also like you know uh, sam likes earnestness um and so sure. i don't think he's gonna want to play around with like a dude who acts like a ceo being a su- <laughs> superhero he just wants to he's like this might be the only doctor strange movie i get to make i want to play with doctor strange as like i remember him you know Sure. Um, Which I, respect. respect yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Of course. But uh, the um, most Spider-Man thing ever is to be put in a, in a room where everyone's saying, hey, do this thing. Whatever you do, don't do that thing. And Spider-Man's like, look, my gut's, my gut's telling me I got to do that, that other thing. It's so good. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And we have a, uh, a like mirror dimension fight with Strange. Yeah. And, oh, um, well, as, as two Spidey oh, yeah, experts, yeah. I really wanted to get y'all's opinion on this really fun bit of thing that is never i love that it's never explained and never really like like lingered on with the lingered on with him moving around you mean yeah 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 where he's like taken out of himself and he has the cube and he's like all right time to like he's like how are you doing that and peter's like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy yeah no Uh, i got a big kick out of it the uh, the spider the spidey sense is always kind of nebulously defined and i like the idea that is like fundamentally what is it it is peter's supercharged body in whatever sense it is this this you know whatever the sort of like weird fantastical element of the transformation part of peter parker that appeals to so many people Mm -hmm. that his supercharged body that is still new to him in some ways is trying to protect him that's Mm -hmm. what the spidey sense is is uh oh i have to protect you even if your conscious brain peter parker isn't ready Mm -hmm. for it so to separate them out like that was interesting to me i liked it it's a it's instinctual reflex yeah. Right, right, and right. I like that because it makes me be like, "Oh, okay, I could be Spider-Man if, like, if I got bit by a spider, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, and I uh-huh. had the powers. Like, yeah, I'd be able to do that stuff too. Like, I like because it is like an instinct. Mm-hmm. It's not, 
you know, it's, yeah, it's, it, there's definitely like some creativity and some, you know, whatever. Like as you go along, you get better at it. Yeah. But there is an element of just instinct. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. you get to see it on full display here. And I like that a lot. Yeah, it, it harkens back to that. And I don't know if there, it was the first time it was phrased this way, but it's the one that always rings in my mind in the first Raimi movie when they have the, the presentation on the spiders, when they're talking about um, uh, reflexes so fast it almost borders on precognition. Yes. And the, the super-powered uh, version spider of that. Sense. Yeah, yeah, spider sense. So good. So yeah. good. Uh, there's... There is a, a really cool uh, element to that idea of like, yeah, maybe I'm not consciously predicting the future, maybe not whatever, but the writer's on my side a bit, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. If this blow is coming at me, I will dodge it. And it's not that, oh, I, he had to like predict and figure it out. He's so smart that he knew it was co- – it's just that. I, I I'm I'm blessed in that way, and that, mm-hmm. that's cool. And so to see it literalized in that way was really really fun. And for him also to be like, holy moly, that's me! Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the whole the whole strange Spider-Man chase slash fight is for my money the most um, like I feel I feel like I'm holding a comic book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. With uh, the back and I forth also- dialogue. Totally. I, I also just love that Doctor Strange is in this movie. I mean, uh, one, because, you know, the plot of the movie couldn't happen without him. But sure, also, sure. <laughs> I, you know, as a as you said, Nick, that this being a sort of celebration of all things Spider-Man, the idea that he's teaming up with the other Dick yes. Ditko Lee yes. character mm. is so fun. I yeah. just I love that. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, so like the precognition I look, so, you know, and the criticism I hear from this movie or, you know, this in general is that like, they don't let Tom Holland, Spider-Man be like the star or whatever, but like hmm. that precognition is such a badass Spider-Man moment. Yes. And then mm-hmm. when he's in the yes. mirror dimension he's like, Hey, wait a second. That's a, that's a triangle. This is geometry. You know, geometry, you can do this. And yeah. he beats Doctor Strange with math. It's a yeah. great, great. Just the right type of corny to be like, you know, it's more fun than magic math or whatever. I I do. I it is a little middle school math. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. it's not exactly like sophisticated, but the the core of it is so purely Spidey that I just love it. I just mm. almost want somebody else to have like done a dialogue pass on it, like a real math expert to make it sound more mathy. Cause he's just like, huh, add to the tangent. <laughs> That's like all right. he says. And then he zips it all up. But the concept is so pure to me of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got this and you're doing that thing. Nah, man, I, I figured out all the angles. Math. <laughs> it's like the Disney XD show or something. For yeah, sure. Where they go to magic school, but it's all just science and math. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, man. So uh, he, he traps Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension uh, for 12 hours, it turns out. He will, he'll yeah, it takes away his uh, sling ring. Yeah, it takes away his sling ring. Ow. Gives it to Ned. Mm-hmm. Gives it to Ned. Ned finds out that he's magic. And uh, he has this idea of like, okay, we're gonna, we're all gonna go to Happy's apartment, which fun. I don't think I clocked that the last time. That they're in Happy's <laughs> condo this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> bash the pad. You guys like Donkey Kong Junior? <laughs> Welcome to the Oasis. <laughs> what a dork! And so there's like so much fun stuff in here. There's like Sandman sitting on the couch and being like, oh, sorry, and he like dusts off the couch. Uh- 
I'm just bummed out that they wanted to save on VFX, so they leave the lizard in the van with like nothing to do. <laughs> oh, he wanted like, to he, stay in the van. I sure, just sure, guys. Put that together. Yeah. Just uh, now, I I realized that that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're saving on VFX. <laughs> yeah, of course that's what they're doing. They got to animate Sandman the whole time. Um, yeah, keep him out of frame. Yeah, and and yeah, no, they it's, robbed it's... us of lab coat lizard. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, he puts on a little lab coat and he's like making some eggs or something. Yes, come yeah. on! Who doesn't want that? Titrating some solutions. <laughs> come on! Yeah. And, he, and he's, he, they all they all find him t- tinkering at the fabricator, and he's just like, "Hey, look! I made I made a thing for Norman. It's it's gonna solve his problems." He's like, "Is that gonna turn him into a lizard?" Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I found. It's, it's very good now, yes? Is that going to turn us all into a lizard? Yes. He, he drops it on like a flower pot and it turns into a lizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's so good. Yeah. We've robbed us. Robbed, robbed us. us. Where's yeah. that more fun version? Um, give me give me the, the lizard goes into the condo two version. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, at least that cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they uh yeah, they do all kinds of fun stuff, you know, Peter and Norman kind of teaming up. There's this absolutely heart warming and heartbreaking moment where like as they're about to finish Ox, you know, chip, Norman kinda like side eyes Peter and he goes, Hey, you know, you're pretty good at this. If you know, if you're ever looking for a job and you're willing to commute to another universe, I'm like, Oh my god, like you can't help <sighs> but want to like, you know, father Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, it's a good dynamic between the two of them that whole time. Yeah, and yeah. we had to lean in that direction so that we can lean in the other. Listen, the yeah. thing about the Goblin is all he wants to do is be Spider-Man's best friend, but only on his terms. <laughs> yep. That's well it. That's yep. what he wants. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, you know, and for, I kind of, for, for Norman, it's take over the world. Yeah. For Harry, it's don't kill my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific term. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get that great moment with Peter and Electro where uh, we have like, okay, so this will sap all the electricity. Well, all the, not all the electricity. I mean, obviously you're going to need electricity for your brain and nervous system. Hey, can I ask you something? Are these your Legos? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Man. Uh, Jamie Foxx is like killing it. He is firing on all cylinders in this movie. Yeah, a lot yeah. of banger lines from Jamie Foxx in this. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a. <laughs> I never. I had. The, I wrote this down. I had this note. This realization because like I am guilty on this podcast through almost every miniseries talking about you know the MCU and their insistence on like wink wink nudge nudge. Um, mm. But I realize you know in life when you're winking and nudging at someone, you're doing it to share something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like a friendly thing. You're like, hey, we're having fun together. And yeah. Right. And so much of this is like, hey, like, I bet there's a black Spider Man out there somewhere, you know? And right, right. And it just, it works in this one really well. Yeah. (laughs) Andrew being like, I'm sorry. He apologizes for not being, that's so good. That's so good. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. There is, yeah, there is an element of this movie, and I think. 
on my rewatch, I was like, some of this is a little shaky, but oh, this mm-hmm. is nice. Oh, the spine is okay. Once we got to these like ensemble scenes where there's a hangout vibe, mm-hmm. it, I felt that like my shoulders unclench, and I was like, oh yes, I remember why I like this movie so much. Yeah. Oh, I remember how much fun <laughs> this is. And a lot of it is just that feeling of the good hang. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in that context, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge doesn't feel like you're, you know spitting on the genre itself or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. It's just, or like it's undercutting just so your own movie. Or undercutting your own movie, yeah. And certainly there's nothing to undercut cut the like big scary moment at the end of Tinker Time with where the goblin yeah. goblins. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Yeah. I I, for, I just want to reiterate how good Alfred Molina when he's like basically like <laughs> shouting like, cat. like made up curse oh, words yeah. as he's like going up. He's like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Like just <laughs> <laughs> as he's going up to the thing. they're gonna chip him up <laughs> and then he's free and we get we get thought we get Otto back and uh they have like three lines together but the, the chemistry between norman and Otto is like i i, I really appreciate just like two yeah, old yeah colleagues. the mutual respect yeah mm-hmm. is good and yeah i just i love because they are two characters that we that's the fun of this is that we never get to see them interact because one didn't exist yet. Yeah. yeah. And the other one, it was dead by the time the other one did exist. So, like, they never interacted in those movies. And right. getting to see them interact and be, like, colleagues was so fun. Yeah. They've always been linked but never in they've, – they've never interacted in that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, so good. And, two, they very smartly are like, oh, yeah, I knew Norman. You know, brilliant man. But he had an ego. You know, he cut yeah. corners. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, one thing I wish had happened when Mm -hmm. he got his mind back, um, I wish there had just been a beat where he said, like, where he, like, got sad and just said, like, Rosie. Oh, where, like, his mind is finally clear and he has a moment to, like, actually grieve his wife for a second. Because he's a full person again. Right. For the first time since that happened. Yeah. Like I wish there had just been a moment where he just said her name, for um, sure. And that can't be yeah. undone. Like that's past the nexus point or whatever. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Like. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the vibe shift when Norman like Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, uh, you could hear a pin that, drop in the, in the that. Theater. That okay, so so first off, the mm. spider sense, yes, yeah. Uh, Speaking uh, of spider sense, the si- spider, mm-hmm. spider sense push zoom that happened mm-hmm. where they go all the way into like it, like disforming him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you never see that far of a push zoom, yeah, or a dolly zoom. You never see that far because they usually want to like keep it balanced so that their head doesn't deform, mm-hmm. but they're like, no, it's spider sense, so we can go for it. Yeah. And it just it looks so cool and then it's attached to him and following him around yeah. and it's your just stomach like, drops. You're like something uh, really bad's about to happen. Oh, yes. it's so good. It's <sighs> so good. Yeah. And, but 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 Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Um that feels like something a deadite would say to to <laughs> to, to Ash. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it's very Sam Raimi out of, like out of nowhere and I just I love it. I love it too. Such a good line. I love it too. Yeah. And and then we know how many gears these performers have and we have gotten to see the like 
sweet and reserved and confused, like iterate new, somewhat new iteration of Norman, and then, oh, he still got this gear. Oh yeah, in his back pocket. And man, I was just like levitating in the theater when this <laughs> happened. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. It was so, like it was incredible. And he just goes down. He throws down, and but uh, but like it's his um, he, he when he pleads his case, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know what? Actually, fuck you, Peter. Like, <laughs> I, we don't need fixing. We're gods. Yeah. Like, and uh, we we worded this in our in our Spider Man episode of like you know his his mytho his his manifesto in that first movie that I don't think I fully appreciated in O two is like Norman is all power, no responsibility. Yes. He's like, I don't have to answer to anyone. I'm the Green Goblin. And so he's like on a primal spirit, like on a spiritual philosophical level, like disgusted with Spider-Man's plan in this, which is like, I don't need fixing. Yeah. This is the, this is the second half of you, me, we're exceptional. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always been exceptional. I don't need fixing beyond it. It's an insult to to say that in the first place, but beyond fixing, I'm the best. I'm the apex predator, yeah. you know, in in any sense. And and I will I will give you a demonstration now. Like it's so pure. It's so yeah. gnarly. Like I don't know. I mean, Nick, you've also like had experiences like playing villainy on like uh, uh, like through your voice and through your like oh yeah uh, characterization and all that, and how there is this like this sort of freeing release valve there. And mm-hmm. you get to do a lot of, like, just on a technical level, interesting, bold stuff that you don't always get to do when you are just being nice all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, he's having such a... I mean, like, because he's, like, toying with Peter. of Like, I've been watching you this whole time from behind Norman's eyes, and mm-hmm. you're just trying so hard to get everything you want, and you can't because you're playing by these stupid little rules that your stupid aunt is telling you. Yeah. And so now I'm going to give you the ass kicking of your life. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. And he'll and he'll continue to reiterate it throughout the ass kicking. He yeah. like throws him through a wall and has that like one liner where it's a uh, uh, strong enough to have it all. Too weak to take it. And like it's oh, just man. it's so full. All, he's all firing all cylinders. It's phenomenal to witness. It's yeah. so cool. Uh. Uh. And like going back to what Scott, you know, Scott's moment at the arc light, it's like, oh, this dude has been like, I can't believe I get to do this again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So he he suplexes Spider-Man to like (laughs) the the floor. I I guess I never, I never clocked how connected his arc in this movie is to his arc in the first Spider-Man. Like, I, I guess I never really like clocked like how, how, you know, his his arc in that first movie, like you said, is like the reverse of like all all power, no responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. But he is literally like having a heart to heart with Spider Man in that movie. The guy who like is basing his entire life off of something that his uncle Ben said: "With great power comes great responsibility." And he's like, "Actually, that's wrong." And let me tell you why. <laughs> um, and 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 then in this one. It's like he is try he is trying to show him that like no like we you're not going to take my power away I'm going to use it however I want and and whatever and in doing so inadvertently teaches him the lesson that he's trying to stop yes Spider Man from learning yes um 
Amazing. Amazing. Like, that's so good. It's it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he has, uh, he has that moment in the lobby where Aunt May, you know, tries to save Peter and, like, you know, is, like, brandishing a weapon. And then she's he's going to ho- fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah, she's ready. <laughs> she goes for it. That's her uh, umbrella that uh, Rosemary Harris had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shame yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like pulled up like a medieval weapon. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> and um I I have this I love it when a villain knows a hero better than they know themselves. Mm-hmm. Or like can see what the hero is missing and so he's like gra- holding Peter, he's he's controlling the glider, it's behind Aunt May and he says, "Now I'm going to fix you." Yes. Oh. He's like, "You're not Spider-Man yet, but you're about to be." And you know what, readers? He was right. He was right. (laughs) He he, he, he made him Spider-Man at that moment. Uh, Zach's note about, uh, weirdly, Zach's note about how like uh, the the pattern of the of the spell is kind of like directed weirdly. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of space, a lot of like dead air. I think. Um, I mean, Holland and Tomei crush that scene. watching these movies in a row the way I have been to like thinking about how happy go lucky it broke my heart. I, I teared up, but it's, mm-hmm. it's directed kind of weird to me. It is. Oh. It is. Yeah. There's, there's moments in the the pacing of this that are a little strange, but I think so, they didn't want to lose some of those takes, you know, mm, like it's the, I mean, the, the actors are so locked in there mm. that I kind of think Watts was like in the editing room or whatever. He's like, I got to let this play out because this is their this is their big thing. I like the momentum of it. Like mm. I like cool, that cool, she cool. gets her fatal injury and then just gets up and is like, All right, let's 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 go. She's running on pure adrenaline, like mom mm-hmm. energy. Of mm-hmm. like yeah. like the mom who can like lift the car up to save her kid. Totally. You know? She's like yeah. running on that energy. And then as soon as they have like she gives him his little advice, it's enough for her body to be like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like right. you are dead. The bottom drops out. Yeah, yeah. and she yeah. just loses it. And it's, and I like that it's a shock for Peter because he's like, whoa, what? You just you gave just... me a life lesson that I'm going to remember forever. Like, <laughs> yeah. what What happened? Yeah. Um, and I, I like it. I like the way that it, it sort of flows. Um, no, for sure. But uh, yeah, it's powerful, man. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. I just didn't see it coming in the theater. In the theater, like uh, m- my brain caught up to it as it was happening, and then you're like, "Oh no, oh this is happening." Yeah. The, like, well, well, I I remember this moment in the theater because yeah. this is what happened. She gets up, and everyone's like, "Oh!" Like you could tell this tense. Everyone was super tense. Mm-hmm. And then when she got up, she hopped back up. Everyone's like, "Oh, okay, I guess mm-hmm. she's okay." And then when she says, "With great power, there must also come great responsibility," you felt the bottom just drop out of the theater because everyone's like, "Oh no, she's dead!" <laughs> Like it was just, it was it was instantaneous. Like the air just sucked out of the room. Yeah, you could see the Grim Reaper winding up. Yeah, yeah. 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 She might as well have been named Captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh, I also really yeah. appreciate that she does say verbatim the line from the comic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking about this because I like the first week of the writer strike. I was out there doing dumb Spider-Man stuff, and I I wrote out. The version of the quote that David Kep did in the uh, the Tommy Tommy Spider Man Sam Raimi movie, which is the shortened one, the abbreviated one, the uh, 
snappy screenwriter version. The, the uh, less lofty one. Yeah, the yeah. one that sounds like an actual human being. Sounds like a say person might say, yeah. great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, snappy. But the, the Stan Lee one is the more you know ponderous uh gravitas uh, yeah extended one and yeah. she goes for all the words she said with yeah. great power there must all also come she but she yeah. nails it yeah like she makes it sound because she emphasizes it where mm-hmm. she's like with great power there must also come great responsibility yeah. like it's it's by emphasizing it all it sounds natural yeah. but if like chris robertson had said it yeah maybe not so much maybe not so much <laughs> but, uh, Marissa um, Tomei, pretty yeah. good at acting. Yeah, good Oscar yeah. winner Marissa yeah. Tomei, pretty like, good. It's almost like she won um, an Oscar for best supporting <laughs> actress, like in her second movie ever, or whatever. Got you yeah. rules. And uh, and you know, and for Tom Holland's part, the line that broke me um, was when like he's cradling her, and he's like, "It's just me and you." Yeah, because yeah. like yeah. it really you. That's something you felt through all three of these. Is it really was these two against the world? Yeah. The the thing that they don't um, put too fine a point on in this in this movie, like ever, mm-hmm. it, it always it always t- took like people realizing it after the fact, after the movie was over, everyone just sort of realized like, oh, she didn't have to forget him. Like, yeah. there's that little part because if the spell, if she had been alive mm-hmm. when that spell hit, she would not have remembered her nephew. Like, yeah. she would have had to forget her nephew. Um, and because she died, she never had to. Uh, and that's something kind of beautiful about that. Tragic, certainly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but beautiful. So it's like, yeah, the one relationship that kind of gets to stay like crystallized in Amber for Peter. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> so then fucking great moment. Yeah. I have a theory that the reason, one of the reasons Andrew Garfield is the MVP of this movie, like Zach said, is mm-hmm. he is the. He is the firefly of hope that comes directly after this moment. Yes. 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 Um, we're just when, when we all do, hope seems lost. We do take the beat to have, which I appreciate, the beat to have Spidey in the rain. Gorgeous. Uh, yes. Look, yes. The Blade Runner-esque, yes. uh, like, sitting in it all alone moment. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of screen time, but I like that it's in there so that when we have the... <sighs> Breath of life back yeah. into the movie with Andrew, we don't fully lose sight of yeah. the the trouble. That the bit in. is the best cinematography in the movie I by think. far. It's by far, incredible. It and so it's good. like, I mean, like you know, sometimes when I'm like in a, in a Marvel movie, like that would be the two panel, the two page spread in the comic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like, for sure. Spider Man in the rain with the colors and like staring up at a giant image of J. Jonah Jameson saying. This is all Spider-Man's fault. Spider-Man just brings death and calamity, and he's a menace. And Peter just tears in his face, looking up and being like, "He's right." I so we haven't talked about him yet. Uh, <laughs> we should, yeah. Uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. I didn't know how much you guys had talked in the last movie about. Him. I mean, we yeah. like a little bit because he's just in that bit. But I love the reveal that that that. <laughs> scene that was in far from home was shot at his home with like a yeah. with like a light <laughs> shining at him like by himself on a green screen yeah um because he's like yeah he, he was like he's infowars yeah. Uh, yeah there's there's the pathetic nature to it yeah yeah i do have mixed feelings about the the sort of alex jones uh uh comparison. the alex jonesification 
Yeah, I I have mixed feelings because, like, I get it. I think it's the easy thing to do um, is to be like, oh, well, like, the obvious one-to-one is, like, something like this, right? (laughs) They do it in the video game, too. Yeah. 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 But, right, he's more nuanced than that. He has uh, uh, more of a um, uh, a human quality to it. You know what it is? And ask me, I don't don't think this – variant of jjj this this guy would sell peter out to the goblin yes 100 percent. yeah 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 when he said who's the photographer that takes a picture of spider-man he is saying the words immediately and that's what i don't that's what i don't like yeah i don't i don't dig that um it's it is lacking something as a result whereas like yeah, because I I just don't I don't even want to see this guy get redeemed because I know he's an asshole. You know, <laughs> he's Alex right. Jones. Yeah. You don't want to see Alex. Yeah, Jones he's Alex redeemed. Jones. You're right. He's hawking, uh, you know, brain pills and stuff. Brain pills. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, was that in the normal cut of the movie? Because he did say yeah. brain pills. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in the, the, um, the muscle supplements or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. but yeah, I like that he got. Well, I, I I'm curious. I just think it's funny that <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. We see at the end of Far From Home the tinkerer making the video that he's going to send to the press, right? Mm-hmm. And you just assume, like, he's sending it to all the press. But no, apparently he's just a big InfoWars fan <laughs> and just sends it to J. Jonah Jameson and literally makes his career. That's funny. Because yeah. you, you see him go from, like, you know, a, a home studio to, like, a big, you know. Production, yeah. Pro- big production, yeah. 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 So We'll see where he is in four. Right. True. Yeah. Maybe they'll do something more interesting with him in the next one. But yeah. So, Um, yeah, we cut back to Ned's house. They're mourning the loss of Aunt May. And then Ned's like, I just want to see Peter. And then he makes a (laughs) makes a portal. Um, And yeah, Uh, I mean, like fucking. Yeah. Why'd you throw up? Why'd you do that? (laughs) <laughs> it's it's the moment it's the thing it's it's the the hinge upon which the back half of the movie functions it is the the money maker itself mm-hmm. it is the payoff to all of the speculation and the mm-hmm. buzz and the hype and the dissection of all this stuff and the lies and the press and all that this is the payoff mm-hmm. and it's worth it i think i yeah. when when he comes through that Portal. I mean, janky CG of him jumping aside. <laughs> him being in the distance and just like looking through the portal right. and like sort of waving like, and then like pointing at himself and then like Peter, Peter, just running Peter. over. He's like, All right, <laughs> like <a dog. laughs> this is what I'm doing today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when he pulls off that mask and has that like trademark Garfieldy like, it is. Yeah, it's joy. It it's yeah. thrilling. It's wonderful, and he is he's hyped up on it. It's it's almost as if you can feel the energy coming off of Andrew, the actor, human being in real life, being like, "This is, I'm gonna crush this." <laughs> like he's just yes, like he just knows I am. I'm in it again. I'm here, and I've had a lot of complicated feelings about this. We've all had lots of complicated feelings about this, but boy howdy, I'm in my goddamn element yeah and i am ready to yeah. play he's just like yeah. i know I, everyone has complicated feelings about that uh, about my movies but one thing they're not going to have complicated feelings about after this movie is me motherfucker no. god <laughs> damn right it reminds me of there's an interview i heard with james marsters ages ago about his time on buffy the vampire slayer as spike and you know uh, 
people's love for that character and whatnot. I'll I'll let go of it in a second. Just let me. Uh, <laughs> and he was talking about you don't have control over a lot as an actor. Uh, you don't have control over a script. You certainly have don't have control over marketing and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can be handed pages where people do things that you don't want that character to go in that direction, or you don't. The only thing you have a little bit of control over in that space, to a certain degree, is how people feel and relate to you. What they, th- what they, what they think of you in those mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you can take a character that's doing great stuff or ugly stuff or horrendous stuff, and you can find a bit of humanity into it that people can lock onto, and they can love you, regardless of all of the other stuff around it. And I think people always loved. Andrew mm-hmm. as a performer and as a and as a dude and as like just a calming presence in interviews and stuff like that mm-hmm. and to see him be here again and be like you're gonna love it <laughs> you're in safe hands is yeah. phenomenal yeah uh, no it's he uh he he cleans up the cobweb in Ned's grandmother's corner <laughs> yeah. and, he, and when he climbs down he has his mask in his mouth and he like gestures and forgets the mask is in his mouth and pulls it down and gestures again <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Love him forever. That's great. Uh, He's um, so good. <laughs> and then um, we get another, you know, great, like another great, like meta joke of another portal opens. It's fucking Toby. Yeah. <laughs> brings the house down. And then Jacob battle. And it's like, oh, great. It's just some random guy. It's just some random <clears throat> guy. <laughs> I, I, I love that. But also like after the, he comes through, I would just be like, just keep going. How many? How many? How many other Peter Parkers are <laughs> Nicholas here? Nicholas Hammond steps yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just keep going. Like let's let's keep it going. Uh, yeah, Japanese Spider Man. Like the yeah. whole the whole crew. Yeah, dude yeah. from uh, dude from uh, Turn Off the Dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, have Josh Keaton step through too. Why not? So um, <laughs> something that was that I loved that uh, was like they they had been there they had been on this Earth for a, a while now, just kind of wandering. And Toby's Peter says, "Like, yeah, I could, I could feel that your Peter really needed my help." And I'm like, mm. "Oh my god!" They felt this Peter's pain, mm-hmm. and they were like, "I think this this guy needs our help." And it's like to take it away, like the superhero ness of it all and the IP franchisiness of it all. I just find something really philosophically compelling about other versions of yourself from other universes coming to help you when you're having like a really hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and, 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 you know, later they, you know, Andrew calls them all his brothers and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that is so nice. That is what it is. That's I always nice. wanted brothers. Yeah. Always yeah. Wanted brothers. That's so nice. Yeah. And this is this is the the next level up from the good hang energy we had earlier with all the villains hanging out together. This is yeah. the whew, this, this is great. Yeah. Like all of them in together helping out trying to find yeah. the boy. Well, so they and they go to the roof. Uh, well, oh my God. Okay, so yeah, for I mean, God, we could just do like a fucking, you know, that meme where it's like I got high and took pictures of this thing, like I'm at a concert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, but uh, but that's like, called a movies by minute movie podcast. by minute. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, but Toby Peters, like, is there a place where your Peter would go where you just wanted to be alone? Like for me, it was this spot, and then for Andrew, he was like, oh, for mine it's a Chrysler Building. You know, better view. Like it's it's a pretty good view. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like challenge him on it. He just goes, mm, "That's a pretty sweet view." Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. movie stars. Yeah, what's uh, up with that? So, uh, 
they go to the roof and Tom Holland, I mean, they, they get a moment with just the trio, which is nice of like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like we, you know, may died. Um, and then, I mean, like they're, this is, they're not, not one of, not one Peter is phoning this in. Mm-mm. This is like Mm-mm. the most important thing in the world is like, dude, I've been there. Like, and um, like I was a mess because like we, we've been watching these. And so like, yeah, Toby's, Toby's Peter being like, I oh, get it, wow. dude. Like my uncle Ben died and I was, I was in a really dark place and I, I wanted vengeance and I took it and it didn't help. It's, yeah. 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 He it, says, I wanted him dead and I got what I wanted and didn't <sighs> help. Yeah. Wow. I, I, uh, I also like yes, um, Andrew Garfield is the MVP of this movie, mm-hmm. without a doubt. However, I will say that he is not particularly far removed from himself playing Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know he he's a few years off, and he looks relatively the same. He I looks mean, great. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, looks, he looks fantastic. He doesn't look like a literal teenager anymore, yeah. but I would buy him in well, a second he, he, on he a... He never did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I, I stand by the fact that I think the, the Amazing Spider-Man movies would be uh, uh, ten times better had uh, he, they just started with him in college. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I'll go listen to those after that. Okay, yeah. good, quick. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, uh, anyway... Um, all that being said, I think that what Tobey Maguire is doing in this movie as Peter is so subtly unbelievable. Yeah. Because he has to balance a few things because he's like, okay, I have been not Spider-Man for about 15 years now. Um, so I have to age this character up 15 years. Okay, well, the guy that I was playing before was this earnest little dorky little guy. Well, I want to keep some of that energy, Mm -hmm. but I have to make him more mature, but not so mature that he's unrecognizable. So I still have to keep him the earnest guy, but I have to show that he's been through a lot since we saw him last, and he's grown and changed. And so he just does this sort of like quietly complex performance yeah. that no one gives him any credit for in this movie. Yeah, um, it's not flashy, it's but, not. It, but it is the the bedrock of any of this stuff working in the back yeah. half. Yeah. yeah. His, yeah. His, um, look, his look when Tom starts to say with great power. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, because there's a good chance he hasn't heard that since he since was inside. The, yeah, since Ben. Yeah. That night <sighs> in the classic. And yeah. so... The like look of spiritual recognition, like cosmic recognition that he has of like, yeah. you're my brother. Oh my god, that's like, that's how I that's how I lived. That's yeah. how I lived my life. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's almost as if they've they've both they felt how deep his pain is. They know they need to help. They know they're not in their own universe. And they they know their version is here and they have to go assist him in some way. But it's almost as if the moment he hears Tom say those words or Peter one, whatever he literally is, (laughs) the moment he hears those words, it's almost like it makes it more real at that moment. He's like, oh, this isn't just I'm on a weird adventure and I'm making my peace with it because I've been on a lot of weird adventures. (laughs) And okay, here's the task ahead of me. It is like, oh, no, that that's me. Yeah. That yeah. is me. He gets it. And the the like that they can be the person that they didn't have in that moment. Yeah. 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 They, they, both, yeah. they needed someone like them to to 
give them a hug or yeah. or reassure them or guide them or something. It's like, God, it's it's really good. It's yeah, really and, good. and it's like and and yeah. And Tom tees it up. Well, I'm sorry. I, no, I, no, please, 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 please. Okay, Tom tees it up really well. I think because he has to. You like you know you don't you're not supposed to know the end of a scene when you start into a scene, right? So Tom has to play that he's not going to accept their help. It doesn't matter what they say. He's committed to his cause. He's sending everybody home. Mm -hmm. I'm done with all of this. And he leans into this one line I wrote down, which is he says, I'm sorry. It's not my problem. I don't care anymore. I'm done. And when he said that, I could hear in, like, how many times I've watched those movies, how many times echoed in my brain that bit where... Where Toby says, I missed the part where that's my problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was the mistake he made that led to Ben's death. And I just, I heard it. I heard it in that kid's voice. And I was like, oh man, it's happening. And then it all came together. Yeah. It's wild. And it's like, and Toby sells that. It's like, oh my God, like I've been, I've been wrestling with that for years. And he, and he does play this kind of like sage wise. Like I have finally gotten to a place where I can put that behind me or like accept it for what it is. But like, it just happened to this kid like half an hour ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, Zach, it's like they both have one, like if, if only I had someone, it's like, oh my God, I get to be that for this kid. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's let's go do Hell this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so they go back to the lab. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are really good actors. Like I just Yeah. <laughs> no, they are. they are. And and Toby does yeah, they all do great work in this. I mean like um Yeah, I mean like he like the the humor of Toby's like, yeah, I had a best friend but he died. It was terrible. It's like he plays it just straight enough to where it's not a joke <laughs> yeah. for him, but it's still funny. But it's still he, landing on Ned like, ah. Oh. <laughs> he got he, 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 he experimented on himself and tried to kill me, wow. and then he yeah. died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mentioned this, I think, on our Far From Home episode, Zach, but it bears repeating, because I know what you were saying of, like, when they're all kind of divvying up. I love how Andrew's like, well, you know, I mean, I did Dr. Connors once, so I just, you know, do it again. It's not, it's not a big deal. I got, I got it. <laughs> and uh, he kind of, like, spins around on his heels and walks out of frame. Like. Yeah, he's like, oh, wrong way, and then... Uh, but yeah, there's a part that always breaks my heart where Toby's like, I think I, I think I can work out a serum for Dr. Osborne. I've, I've had a lot of time to think about it. He's been like, yeah, this character has been growing this entire time. And now we're seeing mm-hmm. this like adult version of this, like this dorky guy that like we loved, right. you know, when we were kids. And that maybe, maybe those other guys don't fully get what he said there in terms of like, oh yeah. I did my experiments. I can cure Dr. Connors, but that no, literally it's been decades since he's seen Osborne and he's thought a lot about what else he could have done. Like that's subtly deep stuff. And he's just, there's like a little knife edge he's on and he's walking it perfectly. Yeah. Um, Scott, you mentioned movie star moments. Um, Yeah. And to me, there's that part where uh, Andrew's like, well, I mean, are you going to, are we going to be, are you going to be rolling up dressed as a cool youth pastor or like, what, what what are you going to (laughs) do? And Toby's just like, yeah, like, like, pulls down his collar. Yeah. It's so good. Oh no, it's there. It's there. Um, So good. Uh, We're going to cure some ass. (laughs) I love the, the way that they deal with the biological web shooters. 
Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I love their genuine reaction to it, but also their, like, non-judgy reaction. But I also <laughs> love that Andrew Garfield is the one that is, like, way in there. He's like, what? <laughs> like, he is, he's so much more into it. Like, 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 like Tom, Tom's Peter is, like, is, like, interested he's for like, huh. sure. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. But more of, like, a, like, just from a. You know, whoa, whoa, crazy science. Yeah, thing. just That's, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, Andrew's just like, oh my god, that would solve so many of my problems. <laughs> like he just, yeah, he's like obsessed with it. I got, I got to make it in a lab. It's like, it's like a real hassle. Like he's just, oh, it sounds like a hassle. <laughs> that's right that sounds like a hassle yeah, it is like that camaraderie yeah yeah and he's like the he's like the big brother that you would want toby of mm-hmm. like that kind of kind of almost like may kind of that stern like we gotta we gotta get all of them you know that's what we mm-hmm. do man mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i need you i need you with me i know you're going through a lot but like we're not yeah all of them you know who we are right you remember you remember buddy yeah yeah, yeah. it's <sighs> <laughs> there's uh there's also this element that I noticed this time where there are scenes where it feels like there's a little riffing going on mm-hmm. um of, of especially with with Andrew and Tom specifically and Toby's there too and is trying his best <laughs> but isn't great at improv yeah but it just adds it to works. the dynamic. Yes, yes, like, exactly. It just, it just yeah. adds, like, oh, he is a dork. He's still a dork. Uh huh. He's the just best. he's a little bit socially awkward there, <laughs> yeah. and he's gonna. Okay, well, maybe I'll just repeat what you just said. Oh, okay, yeah, that does sound like a hassle. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a charm to that that is it's it's magic. It's that alchemy, like you were saying before. Yeah, yeah. Like like later when they're talking about the biological web shooters, like on the Statue of Liberty, and he's like. They're like, yeah, just like, how do you do it? He's like, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I wish I could explain it to you, but I, I don't. How do you breathe? Do... You know, like, it's explaining yeah. breathing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's just, it's so, like, dorky. <laughs> it's the best. And the, the whole thing with the, with the alien suit. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Like it was like a parasite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> alien. I, I'm just, I'm just still processing that you fought an alien in space. Like this. Yeah. Is... Oh, like, go back to the part where you said you're lame. You're not lame. You're like, no, I, I, yeah. I know what you're doing. And I was like, no, you're amazing. Yeah. I, want, I need you to say it. Okay, I think you. I need you to hear that. No, no, no. I that's like my. To hear that. That yeah. killed me because like that's like that's... the meta beautiful of it like, all. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. No, it, you, it wasn't the wrong word for you. You are amazing, and like, come on, bud, come on. And like, because there were probably nights where that, where Andrew Garfield, the actor, was like, "I, I blew it up, I messed mm-hmm. it up, I'm the worst one, and the younger dude, he's the perfect one, and I'm just." Yep. But and then to have like the dude say like, "No, you're the amazing Spider-Man," like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because like, I mean, there's like. Interviews of Andrew, I'm probably misremembering this a little bit, but like he and one of his like friends were like rewatching the Tobey Maguire Spider Man over and over again, and yep. the way that you dream a little too big in somebody and in, in front of somebody and they shoot you down a little bit, where he said, "Oh man, it's I, I would." I should be Spider Man one day. I would love to be Spider Man one day. And his like friends like you're never going to be Spider Man or something like that. Like yeah. he he shared that story, and I just think of that kid in. England or if he was going by coastal already by the time he was going across the Atlantic. But just that kid, wherever he was, rewinding that VHS, w- watching that again, thinking, oh, it would be so good to be Spider-Man one day. That same kid is there on the set with the pipes or whatever, wearing a full suit, and the real Tobey Maguire is in front of him saying, not only are you Spider-Man, 
you're amazing, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. so good. It's great. It's one of the miracles. Is like it seems like these three genuinely like had an affection for each other, and like maybe needed this as actors in similar ways that the characters needed each other. Like because who else has experienced what those three dudes have experienced? Yeah. Right. You know, it it is a camaraderie. It's not like they were buddies before this, but it's a a shared experience that is so such a small, small, finite number of people that would get it, mm-hmm. and they all get it for each other. Gets, gets to crack Toby's back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. That was good. Oh, I was. Like, oh, I, I got a middle back the... thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um, I, uh, I, uh, God, yeah. Okay, so what do we think about um, uh, uh, uh Peter, uh, uh, Toby Peters' revelation about his relationship with MJ? Oh, uh. What do you think? It's Ned? it's very I kind of appreciate how mature it is. And mm-hmm. you know, there's so much that's unsaid, but like, you know, like you said about Toby's performance of like, yeah, you know, you know, maybe we're not it's like it's like, well, at first he says like it's complicated. And mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, what does that mean? He's like, Yeah, maybe it just doesn't work out for guys like us, you know, and Toby's like, Well, you know, like we made it work. And I cut back to like the final the last time we saw them is the end of three where they're slow dancing in the jazz club and just knowing that that wasn't the last hard time that those kids had, mm-hmm. but eventually they did make something work. Mm-hmm. I just found really like peaceful. Yeah. 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 I, I selfishly, I want a version of that where I can hear from her on this. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I want that version of the movie with Kirsten chiming in or, talking to Zendaya or whatever that is. But just in terms of the story stuff, I, I like it. I, I, I like that he's a, a little reserved about it. Like, well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give you too many details, but, uh, you know, it took a lot of work, but we made it work. Yeah. I think, um, if I remember correctly, I believe uh, Tommy McGuire said that he sort of, like the script is more specific about what his life is like. Uh-huh. Um, like it has more stuff like the Andrew Garfield speech of like, oh, I, I realized I wasn't pulling my punches anymore, mm-hmm. um, you know, and things got dark and whatever. Like I tried to go back to being Spider-Man after Gwen, but, you know, but uh, as so you killed get, Paul like, Giamatti sense, in the street like yeah, a dog, <laughs> right. you get a sense that like about like what his life has been like since the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. But um, my understanding is that Tobey Maguire stripped a lot of that out. Of the script for him because he was just like he was like no uh if you want that stuff you're gonna you're gonna fucking make another movie <laughs> king yeah no 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 I'm not I'm not giving up the goat <laughs> oh yeah there he is yeah There's player X That's- yeah come and get it. <laughs> and, uh, I respect it whatever yeah and yeah. Dunstan said and- like yeah pay me I'll I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the residuals alone, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure she probably uh, lives her day-to-day life on the residuals from those three Spider-Man movies. 100%. Um, yeah. And everything else is just yeah. just bonus, <laughs> you know? It's a good way to live if you can get it. Yeah. Have you seen her yeah, Architecture I... Digest video? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. 
I love Architecture Digest. They do good stuff. I do. Some of it makes me want to vomit, but um, but sometimes you see some cool like things. existentially. Yeah, you know. Sure, but sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it almost it almost works well that like this Peter would play those cards a little closer to his chest because he's just like, I'm here to support these boys. I don't need to like. Look, man, life's hard enough as it is. You gotta hear about my problems. I'm doing okay. You. Life, yeah. life gets better. Something like that. There, there's yeah. that part of it. And then there's also a part of it, in my mind, he's mm. such a dork that he's like, well, I don't want to mess with the space-time continuum. I'm not, <laughs> well, obviously the oldest one here. Like, I don't want to fucking reveal your whole yeah. futures to right, you. He is kind of the ghost of Christmas future a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. he, you could tell that he's taking that as a responsibility as much as he's, like, having fun like, like the rest of the guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a note here that says what they did to the Statue of Liberty is profane. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. It's, you're what right. What they did at the end of the movie to the Statue of Liberty was uh, justice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right and you should say it. Um, I love the moment where like they get banged up and they don't know how to, and then they have that moment again, giving, giving Tom some props of like, you guys have never been in a team before, but I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was in the Avengers. Oh, the Avengers is great. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that a band? Yeah. Were uh, you in a band? <laughs> you know what it is for me is... Uh... <laughs> so, yes, A, that bit is then they can coalesce and they work as a group better and we get the mm-hmm. cool shot where they're all swinging together or whatever. But for what really steals the de- deal for me there is not just the like really earnest like puppy dog, oh, wow, that what is that? That's great. What is that? More we in a band. It's a minute after that where Tom is trying to explain it a bit more and he's not quite getting to the point fast enough. And Toby just has a little bit of that. How is this helping? Like <laughs> that for me. Now I'm like, oh, now we're in an action scene with Toby Spider-Man. Now it's it's real. Like, yeah. you know, just hearing him like do his yells and his efforts and his swinging around and his freaking out. And that's beautiful. I, God, it's beautiful. It is. They did the victory lap. I mean, you know, they earned it. Yeah. They they got they got to the finish line. They gave the people what they wanted, and I was one of those people. Like, <laughs> you can be cynical about it, but it is as an event, as an experience, yeah. as a, a culmination of uh, you know decades of relationship with this character and this medium. Yeah, it was really, really, really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm a. I, I I get. Yeah. The a big moment for me, weirdly, was like, Max, I miss you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. This is where I'm, I'm going to. I said I would say my last thing about costumes here and I and oh, I yeah. meant it. Oh, yeah. There is one shot. There is one shot uh, where Andrew is talking to Max. Mm-hmm. Andrew is talking to Max. Andrew's version of Spider-Man is talking to Electro mm-hmm. uh, where Andrew's wearing his full real suit. The actual physical costume the whole nine yards because they had it they had it still they had some of the hero suits left from when he made his movie they hadn't degraded much all of toby's suits degraded so they had to remake them but because he still had his real actual suit there's a shot of him talking to max where he has the full undershell the full hood the full fabric mask and the real eyes on it and it is the most gorgeous shot in this movie maybe aside from Peter, uh, uh, Tom Holland, Peter in the rain, yeah. freaking out. It mm. is pure Spider-Man 
chatty and confident with big white eyes like a bug and it's gorgeous and you know what it's the only shot in this whole sequence at the end where somebody has a real mask on it is all cg masks other than that because they had to keep going back and forth between talking to each other without the masks and doing stunty stuff and they were just we can cgi masks now that's what we do don't ever wear the masks and it it irks me just a little bit all right i'm done soapbox kicked out from under me it's my favorite spider-man suit (laughs) it's the best one it just mm-hmm. is. I'm sorry. There's no. I don't. I'm not gonna broke it. it there's no <laughs> arguments here. It's, it's the best one. Get out of my um, face. I mean, like <laughs> g- greatest hits. Um, yeah, we have. I mean, yeah, we we talked about Andrew catching Zendaya and like how he just sells that moment and like just everyone mm-hmm. in the theater's heart broke. Um, oh my god! I feel. I felt like I could hear people sobbing in the audience. Yes. Yeah. Because as soon as. I mean, it's in slow motion, so you have some time to think about it. But the goblin comes by, knocks people away. She falls off. <gasps> that gasp happens that everybody has. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is are we going to watch her go? And you see him kick his feet off. And it, people I, cry before it happens, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just him fully being there the way he was there before and having the reaction. It's that bit where Zendaya's being a good scene partner and she's in it and she notices that he's off and the way she sells the are you okay is is what makes it for me. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So good. <laughs> and yeah, it's like it's it's like it's relief, it's vindication, but it's also like oh, there's a pain that's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. But like but he stopped his brother from having to experience what he experienced. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of which, Scott, um yeah. so Tom Fights Gobby on the shield, and he's like, "I just wanted to kill you myself." And he's like, "Atta boy!" And then they start fighting, and then <laughs> he's about to kill a goblin the only way you can with his own with glider. His own glider. <laughs> <laughs> he has the goblin stabbed to death with his own glider <laughs> through the nuts. <laughs> um, and then again, speaking to Toby, he jumps in and grabs the glider and just stares daggers at Tom with this look of like, dude, don't do this. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I have been where you are. This isn't going to help. Like you're Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I love this. It's a fantastic moment, but I also, I can't help but think every time that uh, uh, Tobey Maguire is focusing extremely hard to not make like a goofy gift face. Oh, buddy! Yeah, <laughs> like he, like he is very. Str- he's like no movie star face, movie yeah, star stoic, face. Stoic, 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 stoic. Yeah, yeah. forget uh, everything Sam Raimi told you. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and I do think the fake out with him getting stabbed is a tiny bit cheap, but yes, but the joke about having stabbed before is fun. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, and and, um, and, oh, and and yeah, and the joke are later you, when is this really like, happening or am I? Oh, oh no, no he's like, like, oh, that, the portals are opening. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's like, is this really happening or am I dying? <laughs> yeah. he's like, no, it's or, happening. But then also later, he's like, "You're in a lot of pain, aren't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah." So, <laughs> I've been stabbed before. Yeah, and it's it's goofy, but I, I do think it has its cake and eat it too. Because on a fundamental level, what is heroism if not Putting yourself in a situation that's dangerous so that other people don't get hurt. Yeah. You know? 
Um, a couple of things I want to just backtrack and mention. Sure. Please do. Please. Just because I think they're great. <laughs> um, I, I, I genuinely love the reverse stock footage of... <laughs> Of Thomas Hayden Church and and Rice Hiffins uh, mm-hmm. turning back into their human selves. Just it's just it's it's shots from those movies played in reverse. That's what they are. Magic. And it's the best. I I was like I I just think it's so funny. Um and uh, yeah, there's a lot of new stuff in cinema and, and new techniques and approaches, but. Gosh darn if the old fashioned ones aren't fantastic every once in a while. Sometimes they is, work. Is there really anything, you know, more fundamental to filmmaking than we have this old shot? Yeah. You know, <laughs> we already spent money on that old shot. Yeah. Play it play it in reverse. Magic. Um, so love that. But also uh the moment where Doc Ock shows up and uh like like Electro is like kicking the Spider Man's asses and Doc Ock shows up and he like pushes them away and then takes care of Electro himself. Yeah. And what I love about that is like, yes, it's it's fun that he's like, oh, it's like his big hero moment or whatever. But also it's literally what the arms were designed to do. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yes. Literally, the arms were designed to keep people safe so that he could touch a fusion reaction. Yep. And he is touching Electro with his arms because he can, because that's what they're designed to do. That's rad. I love that. That's how he goes out. He goes out using the arms the way that they're designed. (laughs) (laughs) Good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. That's awesome. Um, Doctor Strange, uh, I have a question. Um, Yes. Does every person in the multiverse forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? Great question. No idea what the answer to that is. No idea. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I don't don't know. I assume so. Um, I assume... That Toby and Andrew are going back to a very different universes because I mean, for one, all of their old villains are now like alive and well, yeah. <laughs> which I can only imagine changes their universes fundamentally. Um, so is Harry alive? Well, no. Right. Well, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He probably would be because they know that would have happened because Norman was never dead, and no one knows. Yeah. Wow. There's also, I mean, if we're going to jump into the end of the weird implications of the spell, we might as well do this one. I had a thought watching Mm -hmm. this today, which is um, Happy's at May's funeral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, if no one knows who Spider-Man is, Mm -hmm. what does Happy think his whole relationship with Aunt May was based on or predicated on? What memories does he have? I believe the way that it works is that any memory that anyone has about Peter, Mm -hmm. if it's related to Spider-Man, they just remember Spider-Man, not Peter. Okay. So he says like, uh, oh, I knew I knew her through Spider-Man and, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and he was like, oh, yeah, me too. Right. And I think that it's just like. He doesn't know what her relationship with Spider Man was. Okay, or maybe she, maybe maybe he does. Maybe he, maybe she's Spider Man's aunt, but he doesn't mm, know mm-hmm. that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Just that Spider Man was 
or Aunt May is mm. Spider-Man's aunt. <laughs> I had the thought uh, during that scene at the cemetery um, where, you know, Peter's like, yeah, I, I knew I knew May through Spider-Man, too. Like, OK, well, uh, take care. You know, hey, there's still some good out there and we got to, you know, we got to it's worth it because, you know, the, the memory lives on. You know, take care. Mm. Oh, it was nice meeting you. Yeah, I was I was probably Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the number clicked over to one after yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it it um it's just weird because it's like the the longer you stare at a big weird spell like that the stranger and more elaborate it has to become it's like it's like uh don's memories and buffy or whatever uh, well i mean i mean look this whole movie doesn't happen if Either Doctor Strange or or Spider Man had just come to the realization: Oh, we don't have to make people f- forget that you're Spider Man. We just need to make people forget Mysterio. The oh, video, yeah, 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 clean, yeah, problem solved. It's cleaner, yeah, it's cleaner. We everyone forgets about Mysterio, and this none of this ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> ah, movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's another moment where at the donut shop. You know where Peter sees MJ and decide, and, and then the moment is like she sees uh she has a she has a bandaid on her forehead, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you know, how'd you, how'd you get that? And she goes, I don't know, but suddenly it doesn't hurt anymore. And I'm like, yeah, because it's been on there for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how did what what was the buffer time on that spell between like they're all sitting in the crater like shield remains of the weird statue of liberty thing and they suddenly have no no memories no they know they, spider-man they helped me Spider-Man. okay but like spider-man helped them okay they got kidnapped okay. by the bad guys okay. they were helping Sp- i don't know it's spider-man but yeah not peter they don't remember peter they just decided to help spider-man that yeah day. okay i don't know all right fair enough fair enough fair enough <laughs> well i mean maybe we'll find out more in part four it's it's pretty yeah. much confirmed yeah that to be clear least, these yeah. are bs nitpicks that i don't actually yeah. have oh for sure for sure and well and that's that's what that's what uh, uh summers and mckenna love playing with like they played with uh the blip in far from home we're like yeah they they lay down the gauntlet and then later on they're like okay let's pick that up how how do we deal with those yeah. strange ramifications yeah. but let's, on a grounded level let's play with that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like what, what what's this like for normal people and so yeah they're totally <laughs> gonna fuck around with that like um, how did peter get a social security number <laughs> oh, wasn't there that uh is this in the in the more fun stuff zach where they showed like betty brant like yeah it was like here's like oh you know a senior video and like every picture oh, yeah. like peter was like just framed out of the photo just framed out of, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the uh yeah that was the post credit scene instead of the multiverse of madness teaser right yeah cool fun and yeah. then, uh, yeah, I mean, we've alluded to it, but like the, uh, he has now at, at the end of this third movie finally become the Spider-Man that we all know and love. No friends, mm-hmm. shitty apartment, yeah, homemade suit yeah. made with a sewing machine. Nothing but a nothing but a dream and a tight <laughs> ass. The last <laughs> the last ten minutes of this movie <sighs> might be the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Right, this is a bold statement, but I, I, I get where you're I, it's I'm just picking like, up what you're putting down. It's, it's so comics accurate uh-huh. to an insane degree that like I couldn't believe it was happening. Yeah. Like when it started going. Yeah. Uh, like but, the shot of the fabric, I well, lost that, my mind. Definitely. Yeah. That definitely. Yeah. But the whole scene leading up to that in the donut shop mm-hmm. is the most Spider Man Peter Parker shit. 
yeah. ever. Yeah. Of just like having to give up the life that he wants because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Because Spider-Man doesn't get what he wants. Exactly. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. And the responsible thing would be to let them go to MIT without him. Let them have the life that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he was fighting for at the beginning of the movie. Was He wasn't fighting to get himself into MIT. It was just to get them into MIT because it's un- it's not fair that they're getting reprimanded because their relation to him. Exactly. Now they have no relation to him and they get to go and he wants to keep it that way and it's beautiful and it's the most Peter Parker shit ever. Um, this also concludes... And proves my theory that John Watts was low-key. Yes, all the John Hughes, blah, blah, blah. But John Watts was definitely adapting the vacation movies. You got got Road Trip and Homecoming. You got European Vacation and Far From Home. And you got Christmas Vacation in this one, baby. It's the trilogy. Done and done. The John Hughes Vacation Trilogy. Uh, no one talks about that but me. That's that's just a me thing. Love it. Put yeah. the stamp on it. It's there though. <laughs> it's there. Uh, Zach, closing yeah. closing thoughts on Spider Man No Way Home. Um, I love the feeling I had in that theater. I don't think I'll I'll get that high again from this movie, but I had fun revisiting it because the stuff that works well in this movie works like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. And on a on a personal level, I really appreciated seeing that boy with his sewing machine. What <laughs> do you think about that final suit? I think it's good. Okay, you know, like <laughs> I like I I don't I don't it's I shiny. don't say yeah, yeah it's a little too shiny the 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 blue fabric being as shiny as it is I'm sure that'll change by the time we actually get to the actual movie yeah because um, they were not going to want to light that no um, no 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 but but the cut of it. Mm-hmm. Is the th- and the and the brightness of the blue, yes, and the red yes. is just mm. the layout of the pattern pieces, the pelting of yeah. it, where things start and stop, the pointed arrow on oh, the belt. Yeah. It is it's Spider Man, and yeah. it I, was real nice to see him swinging around. And I love the detail of of the, he has Toby Spider on the front mm-hmm. and Andrews on the Andrews back. on the back. Um, that's the best. Cinema baby, he's got to represent his bros. Cinema baby, yeah. It's not my favorite suit, period, but it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, I mean, we all know the best suit that's ever existed is the classic suit. The classic suit in the PS4 Spider-Man game in 2018. The classic (laughs) suit that he starts with, not not after you repair it, because after you repair it, it's the saturation on the colors goes down. But you can still see a bit of it in the damaged classic suit, but not not that. The the one he starts with when you do the whole kingpin. Mission, the like extended tutorial in the 2018 Spider-Man video game by Insomniac, <laughs> that is the greatest interpretation of the Spider-Man suit that's ever been put on screen. Yeah. Enough Straight said. Straight up. You're correct. Thanks. Yeah. Scott, closing thoughts on No Way Home. Um, Good movie. Uh, Good movie. I hope that uh, Andrew, I hope this is not the last time we see Andrew and Toby. Um, just, guys, just give... Give Sam Raimi two hundred million dollars and to make a, a Spider Man four. Do they have any idea how much fucking money that movie would make? Do it. I, it would be insane. Do it. Um. Anyway, do that. Let Andrew Garfield be in Venom three. I don't know. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> Whatever. 
go nuts with it. What do we do? We think that the 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 um, symbiote that Venom leaves behind at the bar. Do we think that's going to get paid off or? Nah. Kind of hope that's not how the symbiote gets into the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I really hope that's not how it well, goes. Well, maybe Danny Rojas will be this universe's Venom. Yeah, I'm, I'd be for it. <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> what is what does Venom eat all the time in the movies? Um, uh, chocolate, chocolate, and, chocolate, and something tater tots. else. Well, tater, tots. And tater tots. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, chocolate and tater tots are life because he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Symbiosis is life. <laughs> What about you, Nick? Closing thoughts on this behemoth? I only got one thing to say. Mm. I love you guys. Aww. Aww. I love you guys. Thank you. I love you guys, too. Zach, thanks for being on the show. For uh, We knew yeah. it was going to be a special episode, and we were not. Oh, just yeah. Glad. Well, thanks for having me. I've always wanted brothers, so it works out well. <laughs> there we go. Podcaster one, podcaster two, podcaster three, podcaster three. <laughs> <laughs> his his nervous energy when he's Peter three. Peter three. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. uh, Anyway, all right, that's us. Uh, do you have anything to plug? You want no. to do anything? I don't know. Uh, uh, watch Mythic Quest on Apple TV Plus oh, and yeah. Sex Lives of the College Girls and uh, season. three. 13 of Criminal Minds because I still get residuals off those. Okay. Oh, nice. nice. Awesome. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll be back next week to talk about Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Bye, everybody. Roll to my magic number. Now you may try to subtract it, but it just won't go away. Three times one. What is it? Five, two, three. That's a magic number.